I'm Karen Gillen, and you are listening to Traveling the Vortex. Woo! Traveling the Vortex. We've joined the doctor as he travels the vortex and I'm episode number 172. And you know, I never had thought about it before, but a scarf really is like a cloak when we're pointless. I'm Keith. I'm Sean. I'm Glenn. I'm sorry, I was taken aback by that. I was like, not pointless. Apparently, according yeah. to Leela. He proves his worth with uh, that scarf. As long though. as you don't stretch it out. <laughs> it's like a cloak, only pointless. How are you guys? Very good. Doing anything fun this weekend? Not a darn thing. Really? I did. <laughs> I did nothing. What'd you I do, cleaned Sean? the garage out for a uh, garage sale we're going to have at the beginning of next month. Hey, uh, I was just going to ask you, when is your next family garage sale? I might have some stuff to uh Beginning contribute. of next month. Beginning of next month. Mm-hmm. Does your homeowners association and neighborhood know? Because this is like your fifth one already this this week, right? Let's <laughs> <laughs> be our first one this year. Okay. It's just now getting nice enough. To we don't have a home, homeowners association. <laughs> Yeah, it's getting nice. Let's talk about the weather some more. <laughs> 70 degrees this morning, rain and thunderclouds and storming this oh, afternoon. Oh, it's a nice storm, though. And no, snow tomorrow. Degrees. It's 38 degrees out there. There's right going to be snow I tomorrow morning. I still have my shorts on from earlier today. <laughs> Stupid Kansas. So, um, I uh, uh, well, first I watched American Hustle. Oh, how was it? Oh, my God, it was amazing. It was oh, really, good. really good. That's unfortunate. Because <laughs> you didn't like it, right? No, nah, yeah. I, I liked it. It was fine. It just it wasn't it well, wasn't amazing. Super it was stellar. Long. It wasn't well. Let me I'm, I, I, I'm glad it didn't win Best Picture. No, it was the second best film of the year. Oh no, <laughs> maybe third behind Frozen because I, I gra- probably Gravity Frozen. It would have been much better Russell. if it hadn't been Bradley Cooper because I don't like didn't like I, I love Bradley Cooper. I didn't like, I didn't him, in like this, him in this, but I think that was the point. You're oh, not supposed no, no, to no, like no. him. The problem with it is, is you want to either like or dislike this guy and I was kind of meh about him. It was like I did you're supposed to care what happens at the happen at the end happens and I didn't care that that happened to him. And on the flip side of that, you never rooted for him at any time even when he yeah, was targeting that's true. these guys. So, okay, I'll buy yeah, that. That was the biggest problem with the movie. Overall, I enjoyed all the performances besides that. I'll buy that. I think what it is, I, th- I think I just really enjoy movies that are set in the 70s. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't know why. Like that I just, I liked for, for some reason. Um, I, I think the Oscars totally failed. I think we need a new category to nominate hair. <laughs> <laughs> Best perm. Oh my God. So Bradley Cooper, who's an attractive man, spends the entire movie in this like tight, very tight, tight curled, curled greasy, and it's like, oh, this is a horrible. Really horrible. Greasy, just... Well, but he had he had a lot of product in it. And then, um, what was the idea of a perm? You weren't supposed to put product in it. Uh, Christian Bale's oh, coma, wow. <laughs> which and to start the movie off start with him, movie to, that was great, man. That was great because I mean he's like bald. He's balder than I am up top in this thing, and he's grown his hair out really long. And so he's the movie opens with him teasing it out on one side, and then he <laughs> takes this black mask, might be a Brillo pad, might be a dead animal, not really sure what it was. And he takes rubber cement and he starts coating the top of his head, glues this to it, and then takes this part that he teased out to the side and folds it over the okay, top. And let me let me let me correct down. all of that. He takes a comb over toupee, is what they call them, and he put toupee glue, wig glue oh. on it. And I think it was rubber cement. It, it wasn't rubber cement. They, they and it could. was it was identifiably hair. Okay, so so t- <laughs> Sean's embellishing. I have no idea. I have no idea if Christian Bale did any acting in this movie or not. 
Because every time he was on screen, all I could stare at was his top of his head. <laughs> and then Jeremy Renner shows up, who could have been an Avenger. His superpower would have been, I can stop bullets with my hair. Because he had... Perfectly quick. Oh, just, man. Just <laughs> 70s, bam, there it is, hair. Yeah, but, but, but just like perfect. Just like... Whoop. Oh, yeah. Just big and then oh, like Ted Koppel hair. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 yeah there you go. That's a good. Just, there just, you go. Dead just, on. Just bam hair. So, but it, it was an enjoyable movie. I really liked it. And it kind of like it, it, when it opened, it kind of meandered just a little bit. I wasn't quite sure what they were doing. And then all of a sudden, it started getting deep, and it got really deep. And then a special surprise guest star who's not credited mm-hmm. showed up. Yeah. I was like, whoa, really? And then that I turn of events was like the story structured really well. <gasps> I liked that. I liked that. And the payoff at the end was 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 good. I, enjoy, I enjoyed it immensely. It's a good so payoff. Did that. And then I spent... Oh, uh, Louis C.K. and the movie oh, yeah. was, was one yeah, of the he best was, parts he was really, of the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, he was really... I mean, there were a lot of really strong acting in this across the board. <laughs> Don't put metal in the science of <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. Um, and then I spent a lot of time... Um, Dinking around with this Doctor Who 2048 thing. Because oh. <laughs> I don't get it. And I'm flicking things. You and still don't get it? I'm Even after you've gotten clear to that, gotten past ba- me? Well, back and forth. Oh, what, is the, what is the deal with this? Why didn't, when I do this, how come he didn't change? And what is with this? Well, then I read the directions and went, oh. <laughs> After that, it became a quest. <laughs> we are beating this damn thing, <laughs> and I did. I beat the game. I made it all you the way to the end. Twenty forty-eight. Made it matches? all the way to the wow. end. Wow. Well, I won. It didn't say any. I made it to the eleventh doctor, and it came up and said, "You won." Yeah, it's like solitaire. The, the, I think the point of twenty forty-eight is there's twenty possible. It's like twenty moves and forty-eight matches, or something like that. It's I, I can't remember exactly. I had a much higher score than twenty forty-eight, so I don't. No, know no, it's not. It's not the okay. highest score you can achieve because I think I've gotten into the three thousands. But it's I'll have to look. But it's it's twenty. I want to say it's like twenty forty-eight matches or something like that. I don't know how the, the okay. math on it works, but it's it's a it was a, it was a math thing. So I gave up trying to figure it out at that point. But <laughs> once I read the directions, so you got to eleven. I, I got to eleven wow, and beat it. I still so. haven't gotten past eight. I can't get past eight either. I was almost almost got to nine, and I got myself locked. Robert was playing it the other day and got to nine. Yeah, there's a strategy to it, um, which basically how how I did it was I only scrolled right to move figures to the right or down. Every great blue moon, if you got locked into something, I would go up. I never went the other way because initially I was kind of bouncing my little cube all over the place. To get them to line up, and that well, you you can't do that because then you, what you do is you wind up locking first doctors in all the way around the board, and yeah. then you can't. I'll tell you, you know, one of the stuck. things. One of the things I just for on a whim did uh, clockwise the whole time, up down, or up, right down left, up right down left. I just kept doing that. Got clear up to eight just by doing that. Yeah, and I That's went, pretty oh, impressive. okay, I'll try that again. And then I got to like five. <laughs> so I was like, okay, well that was a fluke then. Yeah, it's getting getting to eight. I'm not not to diminish anybody's achievements on this, but getting to eight, I think, is relatively easy because of how the game's set up. But then you've got to really start. Well, yeah, because you've locked out all your structuring stuff, yeah. you know. And so by doing it just this way and forcing everything down into that one corner, then you get to the point where. Slowly but surely, you filled up this side. Did you, you post your? This did way. you post your eleventh Doctor Wind mm-hmm. to Facebook? Okay, because it didn't happen if you didn't. So, <laughs> I know it happens if it's on Facebook. Allow me to double check, but I'm pretty sure it's if it's on Facebook. But um, yeah, so then, like I said, every every now and then you'd get stuck into a certain thing that you had to 
go a different direction with it. And of course, immediately, oh, let's throw a first doctor in here right next to your nine because you're never going to be able to get that teamed up. <laughs> but, you know, so huh. there was a little luck involved too toward the end. But you, you can get up to, I, I, I got up to, I'm to the point now where I can, because I'm still playing it off and on. Because honestly, I'm waiting for Legacy. That's the only reason I'm playing this thing. <laughs> Have you gotten all your characters on Legacy? No. See, I've, been, I've been playing more I've, I've been waiting. I've been trying to max everybody, or not max everybody, but level everybody up pretty good. So. I've been waiting because I have all the characters. And, uh, and yeah. No, I just I felt like I just needed a little bit of a break. It was like, new season's coming. I know I'm going to be, you know. Well, I spent this week looking for it, so. new combos and and new teams and how to power power uh, people. And I found that I really like Canton Delaware, even though he's very similar to Vastra's ability. I really like Canton in the... What's he, it's, it's, it's same, one of those. I don't think it's just, exactly the same. It's a different uh, amount, but it's the same. All is it all take so many percent power? I can't remember. What the, <gasps> it the did damage, so much damage. Isn't damage. It? That's what. Yeah. Yeah. Why didn't it post to Facebook? Oh, oh it no! Didn't he, happen. He showed it to me. Because <laughs> <laughs> he finished the, uh, as we started. Oh, there Friday it is. Night. There it is. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Because what time was that at? Yesterday, uh, doesn't say, does it? It says yesterday. It just says yesterday. Yeah, it probably happened right after. Well, was it before you started finding who then, or was it right after you started? It was right around when we started. Oh, okay. I think it was, it was a little after. after you guys started. If it still says yesterday, it probably. Well, I came out of the bathroom right as right it was starting, so. Yeah, I wasn't going to say that, but, but okay. That's what I was doing in the bathroom. Well, what else are you supposed to do? Him. Yeah. What else are you supposed to do? How did it turn out? <laughs> so yeah, that's what I, I, there's there's a strategy to it. I, I recommend going right and down as much as possible and fill up that side of the board because then eventually, as you get down, you like you've got your ace doctor and he's kind of stuck down here in the corner. Well, you kind of fill up all this other stuff around him, and then you get to the point where you're kind of because you're needing to shuffle. This whole thing is is locked, but you're kind of needing to shuffle this one up and down. Well, you wind up starting to build up doctors on both sides. Mm. So then all of a sudden you'll get like a couple of high ones up here and then a couple of high ones down here. And eventually you'll get an eighth doctor that you'll be able to pair up. This will become a ninth. This one will become a ninth. Then it all drops back down and kind of becomes a 10 and resets your board again. So you can start building everything back up again. So that's my point of strategy. But that's what I did this week. So the goal, see the hill, take the hill. (laughs) Hill taken, report in. After the fun of working overnight Friday... Uh, we went and saw Captain America again on Saturday with a friend of ours who hadn't seen it yet. And then we, I watched The Wolverine. Which ah, I had, uh, well, you hadn't seen it yet. I hadn't seen it yet. Oh, yeah. It was okay. I'm not a huge Wolverine well, it's fan. Much better than it was better, it was better well, than... X-Men Origins Wolverine. But it's not like an amazing, wonderful superhero. No, movie. no, no. But it's... it's I thought it was good. It's, 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 it's a strong film. It's a strong film. Yeah. It's, it's a good it, movie. It, it, just, it would be a great film if I liked Wolverine. <laughs> I felt a little let down by the ending. Yeah. Uh, well, okay. Until the big reveal, I was like, "What the heck was this? What? This doesn't it, make it any sense." It seemed to go really, really, really far left there for a while. Yeah, like, and, and then and then it still it almost went too far left, and it tried to veer back in time, but it it didn't quite make it all. That's the way exactly back. right. Because yeah. what happens is it's it's this very well done that, story. And that part I, I until enjoyed. the end, it goes off the rails, yeah. and got, you're like, "What?" And then they try to bring it back around, but to me, it just got too far off the rails that they didn't quite get it back on the track. Yeah, and well, I get it, tired it, it, of the it, whole "I'm immortal, woe is me, Every, I, I kill everyone I love." 
blah blah blah. I get I get tired of that and my superheroes. Or in general. No, they kind of they kind of stayed away from any sort of like romantic interest. I mean, aside from the imaginary, <laughs> well, well yeah, Gene. But yeah. I, I kind of like the idea. I like that, that there was still, a romantic thing. I, I still uh, like the idea that he's he's lamenting over love and loss, and that she's haunting his dreams. I thought that was a clever way to do it. It, it also, quite honestly, lent a lot of weight to X Men Three. <laughs> it did. It, it, did. Which yeah, it, really did. it did. I think uh, Days of Future Path will, past will help do that. Too, they so. they have to answer two things. I'm an apologist though for X Men. I I, I am I too. It. I enjoyed I it too. It. As a movie, it's fine. I, I, it's not the best X Men. I, 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 I enjoy it as a movie. Film. I think it's an enjoyable film. I don't hate on it the way everybody else does. I think it's unfortunate that after the first two being so good and escalating yeah. Yeah. In, in greatness that we threw away all of the character development that we had and decided, eh, let's just throw a war. Somewhat. Somewhat. The, the, not, they they not don't think entirely. they threw away. They, they threw sacrificed away. developing character more because they threw the war together. But yeah. I didn't think it I don't think they threw away character development altogether. It was still there. And they didn't tread on anything that had come before much. <laughs> They didn't completely rewrite the entire history like Origins did. Yeah, or <laughs> or uh, which I don't hate either. I don't. I'm not, I, I, I don't hate no, on that I, movie. I hate it's, it. It's the weakest of all X Men. It's films. a horrible film. It, they, I haven't seen it, that one it, yet. It, it went a direction that it should never have gone. It should never have gone, and it is. It does. That was the first one to bring up the inconsistencies. I, I don't. The second I, one was I don't, I don't which, a phenomenal film. First class. Phenomenal film. Phenomenal film. But if you treat it as a reboot, it completely, it's fine. It completely destroys the continuity. I don't think so. If you treat it as if you treat it as a reboot, oh, it does. I don't and think ignore so. the previous films. Now, I don't, I don't think Days so. Of Future I think Past it, will change all. That's how I was okay with X Men First Class was because it's a completely different story. It's a completely different. Well, they have it's, to fix it's a, it. Yeah. Now, now that they're bringing them together, they have to. Yes. Well, but. That's almost a given at this point. Now that we know for sure that they're going to be in this thing together, we know that these two universes are not if they, separate if, things. If but they were two separate universes, I, never, I, I would have been okay with it. I never it's like Amazing Spider-Man and Spider-Man. They're yeah. separate. I never looked at them as two separate universes. I always felt like this was a this could work. Well, I don't, I don't know how it'll there's work. Too many, there's too many continuity errors. Way too many continuity errors. The most glaring is where uh, uh, Magneto gets his helmet. I mean, that's that's number one. And who and the, the idea that never, never mind the whole beast they, story. They line. put forth the fact that um, what's the big chamber that he goes into? Cerebro. Yeah, Cerebro. That that he he and Magneto built it, and then we find out no, it was Hank that built it. I mean, it's just and it was it was a preconceived idea before they even got to it. So and it, there's tons. I mean, you can go back and just it's a great film. It's, it's, it's fantastic. It's a restart. There's, there's 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 at least fifteen continuity errors in it. There was a website that was devoted to it one time. I don't know if it's still around. It's terrible, and they were they weren't ones that you had to dig for either. They smacked me in the face. I went, "Wow, okay, that didn't work either." Hmm. I'm going to do a rewatch of all of them before. I, I think I'm going to maybe, maybe I just go off over it. Went origins. We'll tweet alone. Well, maybe <laughs> sure. Why not? Let me know when you're watching. <laughs> <laughs> Dare night. We'll tweet along. Maybe it'd just be you and me, but we'll tweet along. <laughs> sure, Brittany will join in. <laughs> there. Are, I started the great rewatch like the end of last year and then I 
because I was going to work up to Wolverine. Oh. And I, Wolverine came out, and I went, oh, okay. Mel and I <laughs> talked about it. We talked about when we got ready to watch Wolverine, because we came to Wolverine kind of late in the party anyway. Yeah. And we talked about, do we need to go back and rewatch all of these movies leading up to this? And I'm like, I'd rather wait, because I know we're going to want to rewatch the majority of them before Days of Future Past comes yeah. out. So let's let's just go ahead and dive into Wolverine. It's I'm Wolverine. Gonna do all, I mean, what do we I'm need to do know? Every yeah. last one of them. I, even I, even I, Origins. I did appreciate that the Wolverine was not try, did not try to be a prequel. It was set after the fact. I did yep. like that a lot. Yep. I think. I, <clears throat> well, it didn't. I think, it didn't, it didn't I, think I really itself. want a Deadpool movie. Here's why. <laughs> so I, I want get that s- bad taste of it. <laughs> no, no, no. I want a superhero. <laughs> I want a superhero that just had a blast. Uh, dead, Deadpool's not a superhero, though. Well, a a costumed person, vigilante, whatever. <laughs> Somebody. A mercenary. A mercenary. A costumed adventurer. A costumed adventurer just having a I'll ball you and a loving adventure. doing it instead of yeah. being so conflicted. Have you ever read the No. Comics? Well, then. <laughs> you're, you're going by the... I'm going the, by the... The Deadpool mythos from now. Yeah. yeah it's, it's not that. I, um, it's funny how... I, I, I look at how where Deadpool's come to this point, and I look at it, and it's an enjoyable character. Don't get me wrong. I enjoy where Deadpool is now. But I look at that. And I, I know hear all these people. He's, he's I hear all these crazy. people. I hear all these people talk about all of the different uh, aspects of Deadpool now and how he's such a great character. And you know, he's just this. And then I think nobody that that knows Deadpool now that likes Deadpool has really followed his history because it's been <laughs> all over the place. And anyway, I, th- I think I want uh, kind of like what looks like the first half of Amazing Spider-Man 2 is going to be is he's just having fun loving being Spider-Man without the great consequences. I just want a whole movie of that. I think it'd be fun. Well, they have to go really light with Spider-Man 2 because there's going to be ultimate tragedy in my opinion. (laughs) Yeah. Can can we talk about the two things at the end of the movie that I think they need to address in Days of Future Past? Should we throw up a spoiler flag? uh, We could throw it up um, now, but Wolverine's been out long enough. And it's been out on DVD. Uh, I've seen clips from Days of Future Past. I need to see how he gets back his adamantium claws. I need to have a line dropped in there somewhere. Those scenes, that's that's one thing that bothers me is that's modern day that they meet him in the airport there at the end. And this appears to be way in the future. They they also need to try to connect that more to this. Right, exactly. And I do want an explanation of how Professor X is alive. I know we had the end yeah. credit scene, but yeah. we did not get an explanation. I would agree. I need an explanation. I would agree. Those are the two things that they need to do, aside from tie the universe together. <laughs> <laughs> Other than fix the inconsistencies. <laughs> Those are the two things forefront in my mind until I go back and rewatch all the other ones that I won't want answered. Wibbly wobbly time. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's the only way they can fix it. It's the only way they. Well, can. I mean, the, the, and these two things can be simple. One, lo- uh, a couple of. Oh look, you got Pearl your metal claws back. Away lines. Yep, I went to blah blah blah. He fixed me right up. Okay, <laughs> at least you acknowledge that they did really, this in this other one, and now they fixed this. Metachlorians. <laughs> they, they, in the in the in the comic books, Magneto ripped the animanium from. Completely well, off of all of his yeah, body. Yeah. I can't yeah. remember how it was regrafted. Because I think that was out about the time that I was falling off of reading comics. I'll have to go look and find out how it was. But are we sure that they are adamantium in the movie in the future? Well, not yet. Well, no. Because they uh, could just be bone claws. No, no, I've seen metal claws. Oh, so. Right, but that could be a scene in the past before he loses them. Uh, okay, that's possible. 
That's that's very possible. And I well, not knowing how their time travel really works, I'm not sure. So I'm, I haven't got a clear idea of if he's mentally traveling back or if he's actually traveling. Well, back. that was in in Days of Future Past. Actually, they sent Kitty Pride back in Days of Future Past. Well, they, they have the scene of the two in the trailer of the two Professor that, Axes together. For, for, so I would assume there is physical transfer for that matter. I think it's mental. I, I, I get that impression. For that matter, Professor X may not be alive. We see him wake up at the end in the post credit scene where he's kind of with abs- face absconded with that other guy's it. body. Right. right? It could be a mental projection. We're far enough in the, the airport? Few, uh, in the well, airport, in the in, scenes in, with him and Magneto when they're in the temple, the whole thing where he says you've well, got to go I'm, back. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to presume anything about it. It's, it's far enough in the future that it could be there's a piece of technology and he's still safely wherever he's yeah. at. And his I'm not, not going to presume that, but I want to know. But I'm with Keith. I mean, he I is Professor know, X, right? But I, mean, I want to know that. I want to know why he's alive at the end of Wolverine, which is present day, so... I want that answered. So when he drops the line of not everyone has gifts, just give me the name of a mutant. That's enough. <laughs> if he can bring him back to life, okay. Stitches them together. Whatever. There's several of them that can do that, can't they? Uh, they need to Surely just name drop them. Surely know. there's one called Lazarus that brings people back. <laughs> <laughs> and the only other thing is Game of Thrones returned. Wee. Wee. Oh, well, that's what I did this did week. Did you watch I, more? I, I, no, I four. I'm four episodes into season, season two. two now. Yeah. You're getting there. I can't watch on the weekends. The kids are <laughs> too, yeah. around too much. I thought I was going to be able to plow through them one night, and I was just too tired the other night. I didn't make it Friday night, guys. I noticed. I got home and I got on the internet. <laughs> oh, I should apologize to uh, anybody on Twitter if you accidentally. <laughs> you saw the countdown twelve hours early. Oh. Surprise! Part of my well, that's weird because we got the countdown a full day later. The, the week last before. time, yeah. yeah. Well, this I I just forgot to change the a.m. to p.m. Uh, uh, uh. Seven o'clock in the morning after twenty four hours. <laughs> Did you do? Okay, I'm going to knock these out before I go home and go to bed. I got home forgot Friday. To change them. Got home Friday night. Got on the internet. Was uh, plugging around, waiting for time to start, and I. Made the mistake of closing my eyes. <laughs> Woke up two and a half hours later, <laughs> and went, "Oh, and that's all it's she wrote over." <laughs> and then I was up for another hour and a half because I couldn't go to sleep because I'd taken a nap. <laughs> so you watched it then? <laughs> no, I got I got on uh, I got on Minecraft and played some Minecraft. <laughs> so, did I tell you about my dilemma in Minecraft? That I at one I, I started at one house, I left, I found another place, I set up, made a house. Made a treehouse, had all this really cool stuff, and then I got lost. And I no. couldn't find my way back. This is months and months and months and months ago. I couldn't find my way back, so I was upset. So I made a new home, and it's even better. So it was kind of a blessing. And then eventually I went off and I went exploring again, and I found my old house. <laughs> but the problem is it's like way far away. It's like across an ocean from each other. And so, like, the last time that I went back, months ago, months ago, I went back and I got all the stuff that I needed because I knew that I wanted to take to the new house because I liked the new house better and went back. But I always lamented, no, I always lamented the fact that I had the old house sitting there and it had nice stuff. And so I went into the nether today and I was in the nether and I was moving, going around. It's the nether. It's like hell. (laughs) You go through a portal and you go to this place that just is like a visual representation of hell. Yeah, uh, the underworld. Yeah, the underworld. There you go. So that's more more in line. And uh, so I was journeying around because I'm I'm actually trying to uh, for a, a particular goal. Um, but I'm journeying around, and I 
reach this cliff, and I look over, and what's down there on the other side of the cliff? Another nether portal. And I thought, well, no, I don't have two nether portals in this <laughs> Wait a minute. So I skip down the hill and in and avoid the gas who's shooting at me and pop into this nether portal. Where does it take me? Your old house. My old house. <laughs> well, it's just a journey through a, just a journey uh, through nether fortress and across a, a field or over a mountain across a field. I thought, that's much quicker than going across the ocean. So I went and protected that nether portal because it was pretty vulnerable and open. In fact, it had been hit once, so only half of it was still lit up. So I went and I made a path so that I could remember exactly how to go. And now I travel through the nether between my houses. So I'm very proud of myself. Nobody else cares about that. But Sean can appreciate it. I can appreciate it. it you, you, you found the, 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 the wormhole. You found the, the, wormhole. the subspace. That's exactly what it is. It's a subspace. Instead of traveling all the way around the peach, you went right, right through, through the middle. It. That's exactly what I did. I was so proud of myself. It, was, it wasn't until I did it and I was coming back out and I thought, this is perfect. I could just traverse the distance between the nether and it's like, it's like an eighth of the distance. I mean, relatively. And so... I was like, but you know, I've got it. Then, and actually, I had a hard time finding my way back to my first Nether portal so that I could get back. But after I struggled getting back to there, <laughs> little Caitlin next to me goes, "You should build a path." <laughs> and I went, "You're right." And so there's a cobblestone path now. So now you can find it. I had so much cobblestone at the old place, oh, yeah. like tons of cobblestone at the old place, that I made a. T- co- All I have to do is walk the path. I'm there. It was wonderful. So anyway, uh, nobody else cares again, but I'm very proud of the fact that now I have a wormhole. I got up to 150 gold bricks in Lego Marvel. Ooh, I got many are 200? There are 210, I think. I've got. Two You're more halfway there. Quite a bit red, halfway red, there. red. Two more Deadpool bricks. Why are you to still get all of them? So I'm almost done with that. Well, and then know. I also hung pictures today. Saw that, and you posted that on uh, Facebook. So. Yeah, and that's. Uh, I finally got Colin Baker hung. I still think uh, and, uh, that needs to go on top. I got the minimalist poster moved. Where's that? Oh, around the corner there. Yeah. Oh, I kind of like it there. Yeah, it works well. Oh. Since these are going to go away over to that wall. It's going to be the firefly wall now. Then we got some. We got some more stuff, stuff hung in the bedroom too. So now oh, I have to wait. Got oh, no. swing. <laughs> I'm waiting for. The he just laughed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for them to go on sale because I need like three more. Mm, so dreams. yeah. Yeah, I'm very, very frustrated over the frame situation now because I've been checking on these stupid frames from Michaels that I like for months. Yeah, they have fun. not. They've put every other every frame they offer well, on sale because you guys bought so many of them. They're going, well, these are hot sellers. We don't want. To, we don't want. I was going to go with these metal frames like this for the the one I got from Planet Comic Con, but they only come in a two pack. So I had to go with a different one. Well, eventually you'd get another. That yeah, probably. Size. And then I realized, oh, maybe the minimalist might be that same size. Not. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, because it's in a it's in a frame bigger than it. Because that's oh, what, how that's how it came uh, to me. Yeah. Right. It came to me that way. Uh, so I don't know. One of these days. Well, they look good, Keith. I like you. I like how you've done it. Except you've got Matt and Karen backwards, but <laughs> Matt should be on top. And how come the Firefly wall is? It's not done yet. I don't have frames for the rest. Well, yeah, but they're going to go over there too, aren't they? Maybe right. I haven't decided. Oh, I, I would. I totally would. I'm going to keep Sherlock then. On this wall over here, Sherlock is. Well, Sherlock can come over here on this wall. No, we can't, this is we, can't, we can't move that wall. 
No. We can't move them. Those two stay there. Sherlock goes with them to create a grouping that is all Or I could just not put my photographs up that I've taken and put Sherlock over here. (laughs) I don't know. I haven't decided yet. He would look good on the blue wall. We're talking about stuff nobody can see. (laughs) He would look good on the blue wall. Let's move on to news. News. Am I reading any of these news items? Yes, all of them. Then I should. Uh, first up, a second Doctor Who Lego proposal reaches the review stage. Oh. <laughs> so it's I should also- stop making surprise noises. <laughs> two weeks in a row that I've now gagged myself doing that. Uh, <clears throat> Excuse me. Got the 10,000 people needed to move it on to the review stage. Like there was any doubt that was going to yeah, happen. I'm, well, I'm kind of surprised that the second one did once the first one did. I haven't really looked at the pictures. But from the, uh, I don't remember what the other ones look like, but these I'm not overly impressed by. So, yeah. Yay. Yay. Woot. We should mention that. It's uh, one of these projects a video game because I really don't care. <laughs> no, nope. I've got it in the same mode. I want a point, video game. Be, it'll be great when the toy sets shells, but I want the video game. Um, we should mention that uh, the two Peters are having birthdays this week. Peter Davison, happy birthday to him. Today, Sunday, actually, it is still Sunday for us recording right now. And then when this comes out on Monday, it will be Peter Capaldi's birthday. So happy birthday to those two doctors. Do, 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 do. Keith's got some casting news. Yes, Ben Miller joins the cast lineup. Uh, he is going to be... Uh, I thought I saw somewhere... Is he playing a companion? Uh, so I, I saw somewhere that he's going to be... Reoccurring character. I saw somewhere that he was going to be a villain, but this is not confirming that. Uh, yeah. The Mark, Mark Gatiss has written a storming villain for this new episode. Stormy? Storming. <gasps> Stormageddon! Storming. Storming. Storming villain with, Storming. for his new episode. And with Capaldi and the TARDIS, we, needed, we knew we needed somebody special to send everybody behind this open. Quite frankly, it's about time Ben Miller was in Doctor Who. Who's Ben Miller? Ben Miller Miller was uh, on Armstrong and Miller, a comedy show. He's a a comedian? He's a comedian. Uh, Death in Paradise. Uh, Let me find what else he has been in. He's been in something with Capaldi. He's a serious looking guy, though. Yeah, he is a very serious looking guy. How's he he a comedian? He's he's, He's got a great villainous look. You go, Ben. He was in Johnny English. Was he the bad guy in that? I don't know. I don't remember. I don't him, remember. But he wasn't the hero. <laughs> Razzle dazzle. Well, neither was. Oh, uh, his scenes were deleted. Oh. Well, that's why I don't remember. <laughs> he him, was but. in Primeval. Uh, what was the show he was in? He was. Oh, I'm failing us. Hold on. Oh, he was also in Johnny English Reborn. Which I haven't seen yet. So maybe he wasn't the villain then. He's been on the Catherine Tate show, Comic Relief, Moving Wallpaper, Pope Town, Doc Martin, Starry Night. Uh, nothing that nothing I Nothing that I would have known yeah, him. Johnny uh, English. Okay. Well, if anybody's watched oh, he's uh, in, oh. Primeval, they would know him from that. That's something a lot of people might have uh, watched. Which one is he in Primeval? The TV series? Yes, I'm aware it's okay. a TV series. Which <laughs> <laughs> I just want to make sure you know which one it is. Uh, James Lester. Oh, he was in the Indiana Jones one, what, what Chronicles. Does he, what, what does he look like? He was in the first episode of Young Indiana Jones Chronicles. Not the guy I thought. Yeah, he's, he's got a really uh, good villain look, though. Yeah, he does. He was the uh, French officer in the first episode. 
You know who else was in the Young Indiana Jones Chronicles? Uh, Sean Patrick. <laughs> John Pertwee. Oh, was he? Yeah. Oh, that's right. I did know that. I John? Think, I think, I, you I say think, Sean or John? John. John. John, John, John played John. a German John. officer in the one where they're stealing the Zeppelin or where that's he's right. getting information on the Zeppelin. And he, he I don't think he had any line. Maybe he had one line, but he's just standing in the background going, I know, and I'm like, oh, my God, I know who that is. You know who wasn't on that list? Oh, well, because they would, they did new series. You know who else is in Game of Thrones that I kept looking at for the longest time going, I know that guy. I know that guy. You know, should know who I'm talking about I'm because I'm just like that kind of person. Turn to remember now. Julian Glover. <laughs> I kept looking at him going. Was he in Game of Thrones? Oh my gosh, he's the. Uh, what's that his must name? have been season one. <laughs> no, he's well, season one and two. He was on, the old guy. Is he still alive? It's the old guy. <laughs> it's Game of Thrones, probably not. <laughs> the guy with the beard. You know who I'm talking about. He's one. He's on the council. Um, The old guy. The, the, the old the, guy the, in Game of Thrones the, is not very oh, descriptive. he's on the King's Council. He was... Uh, the one... Robert Smells like dead cat? Yeah, that's the guy. You <laughs> <laughs> haven't even seen that reference. <laughs> I just imagine he probably does smell like dead cat. The, the maester? Is that his name? Maester Llewellyn? Yeah, that's it is. Holy crap, it is. <laughs> is it really? Well, then I don't feel so bad taking this long to figure out that's Master Picel. Picel. Picel, yeah. Back up. Let me see his picture. I kept the looking guy that, at him going, that, that, he does not look like Julian Glover. Glover. Oh, that guy? That guy. Are you, don't spoil anything. Are you kidding me? Anything. That guy? I did not know it. Wow. Holy Isn't crap! Isn't that crazy? I saw it. I thought for sure you guys would go, well, Doug, Glenn. No, I didn't know. <laughs> I had no idea that wow. was him. Yeah, I just I I can't. He is not all aged along, that. I, mean, I think all it's the beard. Along, I, well, he's he's pretty old though. I mean, he is pretty old. Be in I think, his but I think eighties, maybe. Maybe if I saw 90. the jawline, I might have recognized maybe. him more. Maybe I kept, but I kept oh, looking wow. at this guy going. He looks. He doesn't act like Julian. Glover. He doesn't act like Julian Glover. Well, he's has a so. Certain, Timid and well, in, and meek in this, in, 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 yeah. In the, I don't want to, I don't want to pigeonhole Julian Glover as a Julian Glover, right. but but, uh, but in, in, in the things that Julian Glover's known is. for, yeah. You know, when you I look at him as the is. bad guy in Doctor Who, you look at him as the bad guy in the James Bond, you look at him as the bad guy in Indiana Jones, Jones, in Star Wars. Well, you barely see him in Star Wars. He's, but he's that kind of bad guy. General Veers has all of like three lines. But. He's still General Veers. <laughs> but it just, I'm sorry. Just you know, I'm gonna I'm well, gonna rebuff that. General Veers only has three lines. You know what? General Veers is the greatest military mastermind the Empire has because he's the only one on screen with a victory. That's true. That's very true. <laughs> The uh, no, that was the there was the thing is that I was watching that and for the longest time I've said I, I have said to myself he looks so familiar and I keep forgetting every time I think of that I forget to look at the credits at the end to find out who plays him. Wow! And then it wasn't until I was sitting there one day and going, he looks a little like Julian Glover. <laughs> That's not how it could be. No, <laughs> off IMDb and I looked it up and wow. there he was and I went. Wow, how did I miss that? That's 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 fairly awesome. All right, sorry. I, so, I, so I looked it up, and Ben Miller and Peter Capaldi shared a stage together, but they weren't ah, on television. Okay. That's what I saw. Oh, good. Now, that's how we got off of that, didn't it? Well, speaking of... So, uh, so yay, Ben Miller. <laughs> yay, Ben Miller. <laughs> speaking of uh, stage and film and all things good. Some BAFTA nominations are out. Oh, the BAFTAs it, are like, what, three years behind now? So <laughs> David Tennant was nominated for something, right? <laughs> They always seem to be. That's, that's weird. Uh, for the single drama in 2014 category, television. Okay. That's a special. Uh, an Adventure in Space and Time. 
Ooh. is nominated. Quite quite nice. Yeah. And then Audience Award, uh, The Day of the Doctor is nominated. And that's all I've seen. That's all that's been nominated. Day of the Doctor. Very good. 50th, 50th anniversary. Okay. 50th anniversary. Which probably had to go Which into is a going special against, category because it was released to theaters and... I, I would think so. It's going up against Broadchurch and Breaking Bad. They don't have as many rules over there. So yeah. <laughs> all right. And then uh, something we talked about a little bit earlier, but we're all excited about coming up this week. Legacy. Legacy comes back. <laughs> What's well, been here? It's not like it went anywhere. Yeah, but it's new. We get 2.0. We yeah. get a new story and new characters and a new um, device. We get perks now. I'm looking forward to seeing how. I haven't looked into it too much to see. I how read a little bit work. about the perk system. It doesn't. It when I, when I first glanced at it, it seemed very convoluted and difficult. And I I'm thought, sure they will dole it out so it makes sense. But and slowly, the more you read the press release on it, the more it sounds like it's really kind of just an added. Addition within where you where you do your ranks and your levels and things like that. At, at, at this point, you can you can gain perks for different characters, and you uh, can apply those perks to characters based on their abilities. Which I said a long time ago that it would be nice for uh, being able to customize what right. somebody does. And so it looks like this is. And like I say, I don't want to get too deep into it because I didn't. Re- I just kind of perused it, but it sounds like this will do, give some of that added. Um, what am I looking for? Uh, user interface to be able to, you know, uh, change that up a little bit. Right. Hmm. Uh, it looks exciting. I'm excited. But they're they're calling it Legacy 2.0, so it's it's a massive, massive, massive overhead, update. So. And what what's the date on this? Thursday the seventeenth. Thursday the seventeenth. So, and they did uh, they did Easter say, Thursday. They Easter say, Thursday. <laughs> They did say bear with them and that they, you know, that there'll be some oh, hiccups wow. and, and updates and, and it's a big update. Mine came down. Uh, I'm getting like 235 mine came down Saturday, yesterday. And I was, yeah, that's how many yeah. I got. And I was excited. I said, did it drop early? <laughs> but it's just, it's preparing your, yeah. your device. Well, see, this is the weird thing. I don't. Well, every time I log on, it downloads some I, stuff. I, I, I oh, knew it. See, mine hasn't. Mine didn't for the longest time. And then Saturday it downloaded a bunch and they are releasing codes if you guys haven't seen yes them. that's yeah. why i actually booted it up for time crystals uh for time crystals and they're doing that kind of all this week well mel sent well, me the first one it's over tomorrow last one's tomorrow that was the last yeah, one tomorrow. they did it friday saturday saturday and then so doing all this week yeah i don't know why it was weird but um that's how the the, the list read i think i got my third oh, one see, I, don't, I, don't, I don't have the third one in yet i, I should do that what I just found. um I think it was listed Friday, Saturday, Saturday, and Monday, and I think they just maybe mislabeled one. But. See, congratulations, season five is now unlocked. Okay, yeah. that's the message I got. I got that too, and I got all excited and there. went to that's play. What it made and it's me, not there. That's what made me think that it dropped early, but it's not there. What the heck? Oh, I was just, that's just mean. I know. I was borderline angry when yeah. I just where did it well, go? And then I went and looked online. and was like Thursday, and I was like, I went to look for it. That should be the last thing they. Add to the update. Well, it should have said, congratulations, you're um, ready to receive. <laughs> or something. <laughs> not fun. saying, you can go play it now. It's now unlocked. It's like, you lied to me. That was pretty much the expression me. I had on my face, Keith, when, <laughs> I, when I saw that. By the way. You lied to me. You said I could go play it. I can't. That's not ready yet. 
Okay. Anyway, so excitement on Thursday. Thursday, yes. Thursday, Thursday. So expect to hear us talk about it a lot next week. And then a little something that I think Sean for weeks well, has been chomping at the bit to talk about. Glenn will have it beaten by the time we record on <laughs> Sunday. He'll be sitting around. Yep. All, all the characters dropped. It's done. I'm out. Uh, I won't get it done. It's supposed to be even longer than the last yeah. several seasons. So. Yep. Which is exciting. Yeah, let's, uh, let's talk about what I'm excited to talk about, Glenn. Television International Enterprises Archives LTD has issued a statement on their Facebook page. Uh, it's the company led by Philip Morris, who was responsible for recovering the nine missing episodes earlier, la- or I guess last year now, uh, in Nigeria. He says... Can I read the statement? Yeah, if you want to read the statement. Because I, was going I to thought I was going to finally be able to put the nail in the coffin here. <laughs> knock Sean down a little bit, but let me read. TIEA understands the passion felt by Doctor Who fans and that looking for missing episodes of Doctor Who plus many other shows is as important is an important bit of the part of the work that TIEA does. The main aim, aim of this organization is to assist those archives whose own cultural heritage is under threat. If any programs do still exist, TIEA will endeavor to recover them safely as with Web of Fear and Enemy of the World. TIEA are not sponsored by any organization. We are a completely independent body. We work alongside many organizations such as the BFI. However, as much as people want significant programs found, wishing them into existence or starting rumors will not magically return them to them. Would not return them. Individuals trying to extract information which does not exist or is commercially con- confidential will be deleted, unread, uh, any legitimate inquiries of TIEA Limited services are welcome. Stay tuned, Executive Director Philip Mars. So my thought was, okay, Philip has now put out a statement saying that regardless of the fact that Ian Levine has bribed somebody within <laughs> Philip Morris's organization to drop information that is or is not there, and that Philip Morris has finally sat down and broke his silence because he's been badgered so much by Ian Levine, <laughs> who has been pushing... For some, him to say something to come out, he finally said something. And I thought, okay, maybe this will kind of quash the rumors. Because, to be quite honest, as excited as I would be to get missing episodes, I'm quite frankly tired of this yeah. in, the, in the community. Me too. I'm tired of turning every corner and getting the same misinformation. And so I thought, okay, finally this will put the end to it. Until I went back and reread the last sentence or the second to last sentence in the statement, which says, individuals trying to extract information which does not exist or is commercially confidential, <laughs> will be deleted and un- un- deleted unread any legitimate inquiries for the TIA service are welcome. So, unfortunately, that's not going to put to the end any of the rumors when you put something in your email like this, or your statement like this, Philip Morris, that says, commercially confidential, which means there still are secrets, so or could be secrets. So, I think if you want to quash the <laughs> rumors, just say... There's nothing to tell. There's nothing to report. So you could say that without saying commercial confidential <laughs> and stir the pot some more. So anyway, we're working on it. <laughs> that's well, what it makes it sound that's like. That's what it makes it sound like that they're still searching for new stuff, and no, if they find it, they'll they are it. they are. And, 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 and that's I think what that I the, the statement it. is very satisfying. But when you put something in here that says trying to extract information which does not exist or is commercially confidential, that's like saying. They either don't, you know, there's they, they either don't exist or we still can't tell you about the ones that we have. That's what it, that's what it sounds like, and you can't. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
it gives me hope, but then it 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 totally quells the the people like Sean who are going to forever beat this until they actually come out. So. Easter Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> that was a rumor a while back that Marco Polo would be announced this week. This, oh, really? this coming weekend, yeah. Why? Just because it's Easter? I don't know. <laughs> because everything happens on Easter Arbitrarily, BBC, arbitrarily B- chooses weekends. <laughs> I can't believe I'm doing this, but BBC does, has in the years past, always had something that they could announce that weekend, whether or be something coming back, whether they've always had big Easter events for the last several years. They don't have one yeah, this we, year because this new series on? will not come back unless they announce the date on Easter weekend. That's possible. Maybe we'll get a Sherlock special. <laughs> Easter Saturday. Easter Saturday. Anyway, so that's uh, that's Philip Morris not doing anything to uh, <laughs> quelch the rumors, other than saying, "Leave us alone," and 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 stop bugging us as much as and, ber- and berating <laughs> us for being evil. As, as, as much as, as much as, as much as I am a champion of this man and the work that he's done and the work that he's continuing to do on finding. New episodes, and as much as I respect Ian Levine for the work that he did getting the ball rolling, I mean, like we, we we cannot dismiss the fact that he kind of started the whole. Hey, BBC, maybe you should not chuck those. <laughs> you know, that's kind of important. You should hold on to this stuff. And we owe this man a huge debt. Ian, leave the man alone, <laughs> please, for the love of God. You're making the rest of us look bad. Yeah, just well. just just cool your jets. If there's something to be announced, they'll announce it. Probably Easter Saturday. But <laughs> until then, chill. <laughs> they got this. All right, so hopefully that's the last we have to say on the missing episodes until they actually announce it. To, to quote John Hammond, what is needed now is our absence. <laughs> Hands off. <laughs> Agreed. That's All it right, on news, That right? is it. So let's move on to feedback. feedback. First up is Chrissy. She says... Oh, Sorry, no, she didn't say that. She didn't. I'm reading it. She didn't say that at all. <laughs> Tangenting left and right. Dear Vortex Boys, Glenn, when did I say I didn't like you talking about yard work? I really don't care if you talk about that kind of stuff. So there's your permission. Okay. <laughs> well, then let me talk about me cleaning out my garage this week. Um, now I'm, I'm going I'm to jump on that one. I seem to remember Chrissy complaining once upon a time. I think about she only complained about our Oscar talk. I know she complains about the Oscar time. And, of course, we use the word complain, you know, <laughs> with quotations. She, she didn't it. complain. She said she tunes us out when we talk about what we did. <laughs> or not what we do this week when we start talking about gutters and things like but, that. But, Chrissy, you have to understand that we treat you as the resident, um, well, you're the shock collar. We're, we are three errant dogs. And when we go running into the park unattended, you're the one that kind of reins us back in. And we've just kind of attributed that role to you. So, you're going to have to live with it. I'm sorry. That's what happens with for being with us the longest. That's, That's right. The most consistent writing in. You earned this, Missy. <laughs> <laughs> like it or not. Uh, she continues with, So I was really busy the weekend before last, and I didn't get to see Captain America on Saturday like I'd planned. I downloaded the podcast on Monday and started listening to it while I was at work. Except you guys were going to start talking about Captain America. So I turned off the podcast and rushed to the movie theater right away, right after work, so I could see the movie, so I could listen to the podcast. I'm exaggerating a bit. I was planning on seeing the movie Monday anyway, because I really don't want to be spoiled on it. And there seemed to be spoilers everywhere. 
Definitely one of Marvel's bests. I know nothing about the comics, but I loved how they wove so many different elements from continuity into the story. It's just so well written. I won't spoil anything for anyone who still hasn't seen it because people really need to see this movie without knowing what's going to happen. But I'm going to disagree with Glenn that the post second post credit scene was very necessary. I'm talking about the one in the museum. I can't say why I feel this that way without spoiling it, but I love that bit. The performance by the character makes me excited with where they're going to take this part of the story. So that's why I loved it. Anyways, Captain America was a really great movie, and everything you guys said about it, I agree with, except for that little quibble about the post-credits. <laughs> You'll have to uh, PM me, Chrissy, because I, I, I want to be convinced. I still I want to know, too. I uh, still don't. Seeing it the second time, it didn't seem as... That's pointless. I don't. I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't think it. Here, here's the problem, and I, I'll do. I'll do this without spoiling. It's not a pointless scene. There's nothing pointless about it. The problem that I had with is it. It didn't. It didn't give me any more information, or expectations than I already expected from the turn that in that ends the proper properly ends the film. It's a wonderful scene with a wonderful character. It didn't advance the story. Exactly. Yet. It didn't oh, advance yeah. the story. I already knew. What was where revealed was in that, where it was going. So it's not that I thought it wasn't necessary. It was just a lot of times now we're built up, especially if I'm going to wait for all of your credits to watch the <laughs> end moment scene, which have I've been blessed with some very, very great, fun ones. Whether they're fun or whether they're, oh, my gosh, you know, yeah. moments. This one was neither fun or, oh, my gosh. And so the problem was that it wasn't that it wasn't, a good scene or that it wasn't necessary it was i was let down by it because you had different expectations i had a lot bit different expectations and it was the scene was really more of a well duh yeah i i i'm not surprised by that moment so it, it, keeping me around for that if had they flip-flopped the two it probably would have felt better i would have i would have gone oh that's a nice advancement and then would have got the surprise at the very end. But okay. unfortunately, nobody sticks around for the very end. Even well, the idiots, they'll stick around for the post Yeah, I can't believe how many people got up as soon as the credits started. Still leaving, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, this surprised me. So my mom went and saw it yesterday. She didn't know going in who Winter Soldier was. I was kind of surprised that that didn't get oh, spoiled. Oh, she didn't get spoiled? Him. Yeah, because... Yeah. They weren't secret about who he was, no. and like pre pre uh, pre release junkets of them doing interviews and stuff. No, and I was of two minds of that because I kept thinking he's not the big surprise. Yeah, of the film. he's not. But I kept thinking that's not the, that's not the surprise you need to try. To stay I was away surprised from. though because I kept thinking that's kind of a nice nugget. <clears throat> but on the flip side of that, they also realized that a lot of people that watched these knew the story behind Winter Soldier yeah. anyway from the comics or from cartoons. Well, or and there was the one shot in the trailer where you it's could tell well who enough. it was. Yeah. It's well enough known. So I was on, on the fence of, well, the people that don't know anything about, that would be a nice little surprise moment. But the people that don't... It, Apparently some people can still go into it without knowing. Yeah, I didn't so that's, know. that's You didn't know? No. Oh, wow. I'd heard, I'd heard some border-ish... Spoiler information, but I, I didn't know. Well, as soon as they announced who they cast, <laughs> I went, well, they're not, well, as soon as they they're said, not holding back As soon here, as they, they said the title, <laughs> I knew what well, it was going to yes, be. Well, yes. No, I, I guess my point was when the title was announced, I knew who it was going to be. Oh. When they 
said who they were casting as the role. I, I never then I realized, oh, they're not holding back for anybody. <laughs> I never even questioned that they would cast anybody else. I never saw. No, I, I, I never saw. My point cast, is, I never I, saw casting. I'm not was. saying that you would have been surprised by that. What I'm saying was, my first realization that they weren't going to hold back a surprise no, was the fact that yeah. See, I never saw because that casting. When Winter notice. Soldier is announced, you go, okay, well. Marvel can do what they want, but I know who that possibly could be. Yeah. Then when they cast the character, there's no doubt, you know. So yeah. then I'm like, well, this is them. They're they're not going to hold this as a secret. Yeah. They're going to let everybody know. So, anyway, I, I know where it's going from there. If anybody wants to, yeah. so I. Did, did, I'll, I'll save it for after. Okay. Uh, she <laughs> continues. I'll just say the actor has a longer contract than somebody mm. else. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. Bing. Uh, before I start in my next tangent, I have to ask people to remember that my experience with Star Trek is limited to the J.J. Abrams sort of reboot films and chance encounters when I'd wander in the room when my dad was watching Star Trek reruns on TV. So, I have cursory knowledge of the show, but I've never really been invested in it. Not very much, anyway. But on a random whim this past week, I ended up watching Star- the Star Trek episode, City on the Edge of Forever. CBS.com has full episodes to watch for free, and I was bored. <laughs> Watching that episode, I felt like someone shoved me to the ground, stole my lunch money, and kicked my puppy. <laughs> I don't know who to be more mad at. Bones for getting injected with the madness-inducing drug or the crew of the Enterprise for not immediately restraining him <coughs> and putting him in medical lockdown until the drug wore off. That whole mess could have, could have and should have been avoided. Don't get me wrong, it was an excellent episode. The fact that I had such a strong emotional reaction is proof of that. It's a fantastic story and well written, and the acting is quite good. But ugh, I need to go find the Tribble episodes now just to have something to cheer me up. Which it turns out CBS does not. Ha- CBS.com does not have that episode available for viewing. Fail. <laughs> uh, a good substitute, uh, Chrissy, would be a piece of the action. If you can find that one, I think that would be a nice one to kind of take the edge off. Um, and uh, congrats on on or being any of the mud, uh, or yeah, <laughs> episodes. Congrats on being uh, pushed to the ground and uh, having your puppy kicked. <laughs> Har- Harlan Ellison writes a good story. That's the problem. I don't know how to feel about that because Harlan Ellison is a really good. That's like coming to Doctor Who with caves for me. I mean, if you, if you came <laughs> in a way, with such a yeah. high benchmark of an episode, because I I love sitting on the edge. If but if I had come to that and then watched other Star Trek episodes, I might have been let down and not gone on. But it, it, it is a, a I mean, comparatively, even the ones on either side of that are not anywhere near the caliber of city. Uh, when when you look at anybody's top ten list, anybody who does a top ten list, it's either number one or number two. It's always up there. So. Yeah, that's just yeah. grain of salt from here on out, Chrissy. So, Chrissy, we don't expect all of the episodes to be held in such high regard. But continue, please, I think, well, please if, continue to watch Except them. for me. I think I may because have actually put some, it at three on my list. Well, I, <laughs> I have an odd list. I think I, I, I have, that, right? I have that one probably at two or three. I don't remember now. I'd have to go back and listen to my Star Trek 101. I don't remember where I put it. <laughs> I think you had City at two. I think you're right. No, I didn't. I, didn't, I think you're I yeah, remembering remember. wrong. I think it was at two. Tribbles must have been three sure then. Either. <laughs> yeah, you rank Tribbles way too high. Everybody else ranked. Well, that, that's it's either Tribbles or City. As those number are, one? Those are, yeah. Oh, God. Those no, are the Tribbles isn't even in my top there. five. 
Um, mine is, um, I can't remember the name of the episode, but the, the Doomsday... Uh, that's mine. That's my absolute number yeah, one that's, favorite, that's Doomsday Machine. One. Doomsday Machine, that's it. That's the one thing you and I agree on. <laughs> we, we agree on more. <laughs> we agree on more. I think it's funny that I was thinking about the other day when we were I was listening back to some clips of podcasts, and you had mentioned about how Matt said I was your kryptonite, and I got to listening, and I was like, actually, we agree probably on half of the stuff. I don't really disagree with you as much as it makes it sound. <laughs> well, we're going to have to remedy that tonight. <laughs> which, which, which way are you leaning on the on the on the ebook? Spoilers. Uh, well, I'll tailor my response then. I'll let you go first. <laughs> You'll have to go first on that one. No, actually, no. That's that's not true. You need to go first on the image because I'm curious what you guys think of that. So anyway, go on with Chrissy's message. Sorry. Hold on. Uh, uh, IGN did a list, and Balance of Terror was number two. Balance and Terror. But City on the Edge of River was number one, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> Balance would be not Tribbles I Tribbles is way too high to be number one on anybody's list. Fan picked. It's always Mirror, it's always Mirror up is number three on this Mirror, one. Mirror's a good one. Mirror would be in my top five. Um the fan listing had Balance of Terror at number nine, which I thought see, was too low. Tri- but tri- Tribbles Space is one of those ones number four. That, mm-hmm. I don't I don't know. I could maybe a list. fan favorite, but for best story, no, it's not even near. Oh, Trouble Tribbles is five. No, I think Trials and Tribulations is better. <laughs> I, I love that episode. That's good. But that's DS9. It is a good one. Sorry, Chrissy, we hijacked your... Uh... Oh, she goes on with, I knew you guys would, would understand my trauma, hence my off-topic ramblings. <laughs> All right, no more tangentini, at least not for me. I have some Doctor Who reviews to get to, and here they are. The Roots of Evil. Again, I like the calls forward to things in New Who. Like the sonic screwdriver not working on wood. But at the same time, those little moments don't take away from the fact that this is a fourth Doctor and Leela story. The part where the Doctor and Leela meet Ven for the first time reminded me of in the light at the end. When they first meet Charlie and Leela says, Charlotte. That's a good strong name. As for the story itself, it's quite fun and a little, uh, quite a fun little read. It's interesting to have a situation where the fourth Doctor is captured and put on trial for something he hasn't done yet. Even more interesting that he says he'd never wear a bow tie, even though he did as the second doctor and even the third doctor, but never mind that. (laughs) (laughs) It's a simple story, but still enjoyable. Image of the Fendal. Another fun story, much in the vein of the Damons. Pause for Glenn and Sean to giggle over the fair pronunciation of the title. (laughs) Uh, And that's why you have the shot collar. I didn't know anything about this one before watching it for Friday Night Who. It's not considered good. It, not not if it's considered good or bad. Not what it was about. Not even the companions in it. But I liked watching it. I liked the creepy uh, Crystal Skull thing. Oh, darn, another one of those references. My apologies. <laughs> and the acting in the story was quite good. Not just from the Doctor and Leela, but in from a, also from the supporting cast. I really like Sherlock's mom's character. In fact, she was really. Ex- I was really excited to see this when I saw that Wanda Ventham was in it. This story is kind of a hidden gem from Classic Who, and I'm glad I got to see it. I'm done for now. Salt Lake City's Comic Con's Fan X is this week. <laughs> That's a mouthful. <laughs> Just Fan X. And while I'm only going for work and not as a con goer, I'll have some reports to make from the convention. I won't get into any panels or anything, since my vendor pass limits me to the exhibit hall. Not sure if I'll get 
time to do audio updates or not. I'm just going to take things as they come. But I'll try to send something in next, for next week for feedback at least. Take care, everybody. Chrissy. Well, Chrissy, we'll take what we can get from you. So Absolutely. In any capacity. Especially if Matt Smith shows up. <laughs> <laughs> up next is Holly. Holly writes, Roots of Evil and Image of the Fendal. Hey, guys. Great last podcast. Enjoyed the ACDC War Machines music near the end of the intro credits. On to the reviews. The Roots of Evil. Leela and the Fourth Doctor wind up on a planet of trees. They also find out that the Doctor is not quite welcome. For a minute, I got flashbacks from the Sandman audio we had listened to a while back, and I have to admit that for a little while until the reveal, I was actually thinking maybe it was the Master who had caused the problems and was parading around calling himself the Doctor. But we learned that it was Eleven that actually visited the planet and set things into motion with Athera. Loved Four's reaction to seeing his, one of his future regenerations wearing a bow tie and not particularly liking it. I should so hear Tom Baker's voice saying those lines of dialogue in my head. This was a good ebook, and I think really captures some of the later Fourth Doctor era around the time of Philip Hinchcliffe. The Image of the Fendal, a decent Fourth Doctor in Leela's story. We get a few brief glimpses of Canine, poor boy. Loved the grandmother in the story and how she was able to help out with the Fendaline. Colby was an interesting character. He knew that something was up and wanted to get to the bottom of it to protect the people he was working with. Thea, being controlled by the skull, I didn't see coming at first. I was thinking it was going to be Stal. Stale? Stia. That's one of those weird A-E things. Why do I have trouble with that? <laughs> Stall, right? Stall, yeah, I think Stall. so. Stall. The costume that Thea had on the end with all of her makeup reminded me just a little bit of a weeping angel with all of the movements that she was making and having her eyes closed. We had some comedic lines to, with the fourth doctor asking if the skull if it would like a jelly baby. <laughs> the ending was neat, with Leela taking her hair down and the doctor calling K-9 a he, and the grin that spread across his face as he now realizes the K-9 head is his had me grinning from ear to ear as well. I'll wrap it up here. Looking forward to hearing everyone's thoughts on these two stories. Holly from Wisconsin. Thank you, Holly. Thank you, Holly. Thank you, Holly. And Chrissy. All right. Well, which one do we want to tackle first? Shall we start with image? Sure. A sonic scan draws the TARDIS to the fetch pyre on Earth. There, the Doctor and Leela discover an impossibly, impossibly old human skull that is the key to a nightmare from the Time Lord's past. A murderous monster stalks the priory grounds, and within, someone is intent on unleashing a malevolent creature that feeds on death itself. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, that's pretty good. I liked it better rewatching it the second time around than I remembered watching, liking it as a kid. I'm, I'm in the exact same boat with you. It was a very dark story. It was a very, very dark somber story. story. Um, and parts of it almost felt like a third Doctor story. I think more because it's set on it, <laughs> because it's in the unit house. Because <laughs> it, it's in the unit house, it, it as Chrissy pointed out, very much in uh, similar to the Damons. Um, <laughs> Pause for Glenn Shot to get <laughs> uh, and game. Yeah, I mean, so it just if it. it it felt like a third Doctor story with the trappings that the fourth Doctor put on top of it, but shortened. Because it was a third Doctor would be six episodes. It's interesting because it, it, it makes me wonder maybe if this is one of those script holdovers that had gotten submitted during that era and just never really got around to being produced until now. But we watched the documentary on it. They didn't, it. They, they didn't it mention all. it at all if that was when the case. Who wrote this one? 
I guess I am the only one who comes down it, on the side of it. Did you feel, didn't feel like yeah, it? Didn't yeah, feel third so. doctor at me at all. I don't it know didn't feel was, like a fourth doctor story, but it didn't feel like third doctor either. So. I thought it was a pretty good story, even though I was confused through most of it. Um, I don't know if that's just because I was tired or what. I think you, you you brought an interesting point up that maybe this isn't the best one to tweet yeah. along to on the first viewing because there's so much information. There's a lot of talking. There's a lot of the, uh, a theological debates. There's a lot of scientific ideas put forward that you try have to try to keep track of, and so dividing your attention, I think, takes away from the story. At least it did for me. Um, yeah, I mean, it's not one I would run out and own. And it's not one I think I would rewatch a lot, but it would be a good Halloween story because it's it's so dark and so it's atmospheric. Yeah, and I, I, it's not one that I had a lot of fun watching, but I think it was a good story. That's my short review. Oh, all right, I'll go next. <laughs> Um, yeah, I agree. I, I remember as Mine, a mine's going to be short, so go ahead. I remember as a kid watching this and honestly being a little scared. Not like the, the uh, not the Nyman, but what was the oh uh, Nightmare of Eden? The, the whatever those things were, the Michelin tire monsters just scared the Jesus. Out of me. I don't know why, <laughs> but they were so scary. Um, this one scared me, but more in an unsettling kind of way. Psychological. Yeah, I mean, because we've got skulls and possession and pentagrams in the basement. There's just, there's just, even the cover is is terrifying. It's It's, it's a a frightening. Oh, and then there's a giant hooded cobra worm pipe cleaner thing. Um, So it's just, it's just a little, it's a little off, you know. And so, okay, we're we've got these scientists and we're in this house and we know we're going to start bumping people off early, and they do. And there's things running through the woods, which there are, and a lot of fog and danger. And, okay, we're I, there. I, I think another thing for me was the first two episodes felt very Dr. Light to me. Like, there's so much yeah. focus on the scientists that I, I, I had a hard time getting invested, too, I think. until And that was even a comment that and, was made on, and, on, and, yeah, on, on Friday Night It, it wasn't until, like, three or four that I started enjoying the story more. It's I ex- think. For that reason, exactly. Is why as a kid I didn't care much about this story until the fourth episode of it. I remember as a kid being very bored through yeah. episodes one through three, and because I was used to the Doctor having a lot more involvement, a lot more action, seeing the yeah. monster earlier. I mean, the monster of the first two episodes is this skull that glows. That's pretty much it. Which is where every once in a while fact. we see the the little fendalines, but beyond that we don't get much. So as a kid, that's why watching it this second time around for me. Getting involved in what the setup was this time, I did enjoy it more. Yeah, it's it's definitely more aimed at adults, I think, on this one. Oh, um, yeah. I think as a kid, I would not have understood anything of what was going on. Yeah. Um, I liked... <laughs> this is going to sound actually a little weird. I liked the scientists who were... You know, we start off with science for the sake of science, and this is going to be great, and we're going to do this. And and then the one guy you know has kind of gone around the bend. You know this guy is going to turn out to be uh, a horrible, horrible person. And no, he's a patsy. He winds up, he's being used by this. And it's the other guy you had to worry about. Um, You know, Mr. Blonde, chiseled jaw, looks like a Ken doll. Um, Oh, okay, didn't see that coming. Um and I always liked Thea. I always, I don't know why I always gravitated to her character. Oh, yeah, I was great. so blown away finding out that was Sherlock's mom. <laughs> Just clueless. I had no idea. Hmm? 
It's Benedict Cumberbatch's mother. Oh, I didn't know that. Who actually played his mom on the show. Oh, she does? Yeah. And his Which last... one's Thea? That's the girl the that gets girl. possessed? The girl that gets oh, possessed. Okay. All right. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I had no idea. That was, that was she's, she's apparently been in two other stories, too. She's well, in I knew she did the other stories. Ones. I didn't realize yeah. it was Sherlock Holmes. She's in The Faceless Ones, and she's in uh, Time in the Ronnie. I don't remember her from Time in the Ronnie. I don't know. We'll have to go back and watch them again. <laughs> I know you're looking forward to it. Um, oh, time was fine. So, I mean, obviously, it's an added bonus now. You know, or, you know. Retconning, oh, uh, that, yeah, but that's neither end nor end for yeah. the story. Now, now I know why I liked you because nice nugget, nugget. Well, and as I said, you know, we, she was possessed by a crystal alien skull, and now we know why Sherlock's so smart. I, that's just <laughs> it. I, 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 even knowing that she's Sherlock Benjamin Cumberbatch, Benedict Cumberbatch's real mom, even knowing that, I just, I, her character is just almost like a necessary plot device though she doesn't really do anything well she does stuff in like the first two and then she gets knocked unconscious but she really does yeah she gets knocked unconscious like all through episode three and then she's the glowing golden woman in all of in all four and yeah. dies, See, she so. really doesn't do anything in the first two nobody really does anything well, in the first two. no really <laughs> that's, that's true a, nobody does that's where i come down on this story is the first two even three episodes are a lot of build-up and exposition and explanation and Building the mystery. And four knocks it out of the park. The fourth episode is what makes this a good story, is really ultimately what it is. But it's it to me, it's at least one episode too long. There's way too much of the build-up. There's way too much of the mystery. There's way too much of the, the background with the science. and the, That all could have been, to me, hurriedly, a little more hurriedly done in, in two. I think you could have got rid of an entire episode. But you don't. None of this. None of this is revealed as to what's really happening until you get to the fourth story. Yeah. When you yeah. well, in the I think it's the third one where the doctor and Leela. That's go when they to go to the thing. So we the, get the info dump in three. Go to the third, the, where the fifth planet would have been or should be, and he realizes there's what do you call it a time something that the basically the time lords had created in order to keep anybody from going now there to reveal the fact that they had destroyed it. Was yeah. was the, did I miss it this time out? Was there a line drop about where? This fifth planet yeah, was it's at. between Mars and Jupiter. Okay, so I wasn't because I remember as a kid thinking it's the, it's the asteroid belt. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it but I, I, didn't, I didn't catch it this time, so oh, I don't know I if I imagined it. It is the asteroid I didn't belt catch between. That. That's what's that's what created the asteroid belt between the time Mars and Jupiter. The, the fact that yeah, they yeah. destroyed the planet, and the, that's why he makes the comment about it picked up something from Mars on the way. It it uh, what's the exact line? Something about it it had it, it had its time on Mars or something like that, which. That explains why, even though the Ice Warriors are from there, that explains why the second Doctor makes a reference about it being for long, for so long, being a dead planet. I love the fact that it, it, the idea of the reason that it was a dead planet is that the Fendeline had come back, basically wiped it out, and that's why the Ice Warriors are then later like unearthed, and they aren't they aren't living on Mars at the time of. Earth's history. I thought that was really, really totally clever. It kind of throws away some of the stuff that's established later in, in, um, oh, some of the other Ice Warrior stories that came about with the, uh, although they they could have taken place, I suppose, allegedly before uh, the non-existence. But I mean that 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 there's a, in, I think was it Seeds of Doom? Is that the first Ice Warriors movie or uh, 
Seeds, well, the Ice Warriors uh, is the first Ice Warriors. Ice Warriors is you're right, yeah. and, but he makes that reference. And the fact that the, that's why nobody or seeds of death. Nobody. They, seeds of death. It's been a seeds dead planet death. for so long, yeah. and that's why he's even surprised. Okay, so I'm, I'm not. I'm not confused on. I remember. No, no, no. I remember catching that as a kid, but I, I, I was kind I of waiting that, for it this yeah. time, and I think this is one of those examples where Twitter maybe was not helping because I missed it. <laughs> I love the I love the concepts in this. I, again, the first three episodes they're, they're they're really difficult to get through. They've got some really creepy. Here, here's what I like. I like the cultic images. I think the imagery of this and the atmosphere of this is fantastic. I think yeah. they do a really well job with that. A really good job with that. Um, I like the eerie, mysterious cliffhangers that we have. The one with with uh, the doctor not being able to move, and he's trying. You know, the, and the, the I think it's a fendaline is coming at him. And Leela at the same time is approaching the cabin, and she opens the door, and the gun goes off. Uh, wonderful! I mean, when as a kid, I remember just going, "Yeah." As a kid, I remember that just blowing my mind. Like, oh my gosh, what's going to happen next? The um, even the one at the end of two, and I can't remember exactly what it was. Oh, it was when he puts his hand on, on the, the skull. skull yeah. And, oh, and, that and was the a conversation with the skull. <laughs> would you love it? Would you like a jelly baby? It just that that moment's cool. So there's these little nice little nuggets throughout the first three, but overall the story just doesn't really get going anywhere until we get to about halfway through the third story and then really into the fourth story yeah. where the action picks up because we get the explainer in three and then we get the you know uh, action and resolution in, in scene four. So I, I thoroughly have always enjoyed the fourth part of this story. Um, everything else to lead up just I it's got its. Bonuses, but it just overall, it's you know, I'm just it's kind of there. I don't hate it. It's just yeah. kind of okay. It's 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 I would the, agree. the payoff. Payoff is certainly worth the sitting through the three. Like I said, if you if you'd asked me as a kid, I, I, this definitely would have been bottom tier. It just it was not a story <clears> that too, I enjoyed. Although and, I've always liked the first story, even as um, a kid, I liked the first story. I I, I liked uh-huh. it much much better this time around. It's not without flaws. Obviously, there there are certain things even even in the fourth part where the action is picked up. We've pretty much locked them in the cellar. <laughs> oh, they never explain how. And we have a whole lot of time to go and do other stuff. We can go do this. We can go make salt bombs. We can go over here and do this. We can work up this bomb in the computer to do whatever it's going to do. We're going to create a feedback loop. Hey, I've turned off the time loop thing. You still in the basement? Okay. And, you know, <laughs> there's no impending doom yeah. at that point. And then. We've got enough time to go back downstairs <laughs> to get the skull. Mm-hmm. Eh, you know, okay. Well, all the all the parts had to come together. Yeah. <laughs> but one thing that bothers me, uh, let me jump in here real quick, is who let him out of the broom closet when he gets locked in there? The second episode, who let him okay. out? I kind of wonder. I about still that. have never figured that out. Well, because he's got the Sonic, and he's and nothing happens, and he throws it down. And then the door unlocks and opens, and I don't know if it was just he kind of looks delayed. At, he picks up the Sonic and kind of pats it, and then you know goes out his door. And I've always so maybe it was just a delayed reaction. I, I always wondered that because I, he's doing that. And my first thought was, shall we complain about the accommodations for a better quality of door to escape from? You know, <laughs> <laughs> and I, I was kind of like, oh bravo! Oh wait, it worked. Well, how are they going to? And they just didn't. They yeah. just, we're not going to talk about it. <laughs> I thought somebody had let him out, and then they never addressed it. Well, and that's kind of what I was waiting for. It's like, okay, so maybe I don't remember this. Maybe there's yeah. something, and, you know, again, we didn't. Uh, <laughs> Leela wasn't waiting for it on the <laughs> other side. I had forgotten kind of how different of an outfit that Leela's in this, and Underworld, too, I think she had that same mm-hmm. outfit on. I had forgotten how different that was from her. And it's really obvious when she puts the old it's one back on. It's completely different color. Yeah. And, and she's got her hair down, and I thought. I, That's I, interesting. I, I don't think I like. I didn't like her hair up. 
I with really the outfit. Like, I like her hair up a lot. I like it. Really I liked like the, her hair up. When, it, when she was in like the Victorian dress, I was okay with it up. But when she got back to her savage dress, I think I like it better down. There's a great documentary on here. They talked a lot about some of the different things that kind of went on. And uh, she mentioned that she went to the studio barber to uh, you know just take <laughs> just a little bit off because it was just getting to the point it was unmanageable. And the woman took like a foot and a half off of her hair. So having her hair up was a necessity. The director didn't like it. They didn't like the look of it. But it was pretty much once she took it down and they saw how short her hair yeah. was, it was like, <laughs> okay, we're going to put it I up. I liked it. I liked it up. It's a nice change because Leland is just always the same. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's, it's a nice change. But I think she had it up in Underworld, too, if I remember right. I can't remember for sure, but she had it pulled up then as well. I haven't seen that one yet, so I don't know. Or she had it pulled back or something. I always thought that was the oh, vampire one. Um, you haven't seen Underworld yet. We haven't seen it. I was thinking Sunmakers. Okay, yeah. Sunmakers was before Underworld, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, they, they talked about Canine because he was kind of the late addition. Because this one follows right on the heels of uh, uh, Invisible Enemy. Invisible Enemy, and so the fact that they wanted to include him, which is why he doesn't speak, because they didn't have that whole thing worked out with John Leeson yet, and why he wasn't actually used. He's just there. Um, what else did we learn? The woods, same woods that they filmed uh, Pyramids of Mars. They were, it was uh, Mick, all, the, all the exterior scenes. Mick Jagger's sure. land, owned by Mick Jagger. Yeah, I knew that too. Did you know that? I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yeah, and uh, they apparently burned some of it down. One one of the generators apparently went <laughs> and failed, and they had to send an apology letter to uh, thank you for letting us shoot there. We lost a generator. Can we come back and reshoot on this day? <laughs> <laughs> But so there was there was a lot of fun behind the scenes stuff that we learned from that documentary that I thought was a lot of fun. Um, cool. But yeah, the story, like I said, it's it it seems very it's it's good to see the Doctor and Leela kind of working together and working not, together yeah. and get, getting along a little bit better, yeah. you know. Because um, well, that is, bit when they when she. He falls on her. It was just so wonderful. What, what, what a wonderful she scene, though. just dude. kicks the chair out Don't from Don't touch me. Him. And then he, she goes, <laughs> kicks his chair out. I was like, wow, that's clever. Yeah. Clever. That's probably my favorite moment from the whole thing. Once again, Leela, much, much more savvy and with it than and the look of disgust on her face when the guy comes and he's got the gun at her back and so she puts the gun down and she realizes it was a, a cane or a broom handle or whatever it was and she's just like Ugh! she is so beside herself with <laughs> with anger speaking of guns i'd forgotten that oh uh, yeah tom shoots the one fendaline or the doctor shoots the one fendaline with the uh rock salt yep i forgot about that and this this was another one that so I think uh, the creators of Supernatural were fans of the story. There's a lot of things in Supernatural that they took through the are there like using rock salt and a shotgun. Well, that's a that's a lore. That's a that's based on. Well, I knew salt was. Myth. I didn't. Yeah. I, I never seen anybody else think of putting <laughs> filling shotgun shells. With oh, I see. Rock oh, salt. I've, I've kind of it. always associated that as a. Uh, I can't remember another one. I read I, somewhere. Was. I read somewhere that back in like the early nine. Or 20th century, might have been even late 19th century. They, to, I think it was in the South or the Mid Mid South. They, to, there was a lot of cultic activity going on, and that's what they would the the, the uh-huh. cult hunters would go out with rock salt in their in their shotguns. Oh. And the idea was, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna break up these cults. 
but the rock salt was for any demons or whatever they came across. And I thought, it's like beating superstition with superstition. What a great idea. Well, it's, it's a relatively non-lethal. Oh, yeah, it's going to hurt like hell. Oh, but yeah, no why. kill you. But I, I just kind of assumed that from the dawn that man was able to have a projectile weapon, he went, you know what, I'm going to put salt in that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have, I don't, See, I never thought about it until I watched it. I don't, I don't have to thought. throw it now. I can, <laughs> and I love when they go down the stairs and Leela's <laughs> missing salt bomb. <laughs> well, but she's hitting the floor in front of it, so she's yeah. at, at the very least she's creating, creating a, a right barrier, barrier where yeah. it can't come at them. And Tom grabs one and throws it. And it sails off, hits some camera guy. <laughs> it's like, dude, you were not even close. Well, they even they you even, were like, <laughs> you were like that white guy pulling up for a three pointer. <laughs> <laughs> Just, what were you doing? They even got meticulous enough that they put the salt around the pentagram. I know she was all over yeah. it. She was. It was. It was a, a really great Leela episode, despite the fact that so. Am I Louis Jameson wasn't too happy with. But, but am I remembering the story correctly? That that's that they're supposing that the Fendal are why we had the uh, salt myth. Yeah, that's kind of yeah. where. Yeah, okay. he, the, okay, throwing the salt over your shoulder, or, or, or just using salt. Well, he he to, postulated to the idea. Demons away yeah, and everything. Yeah, postulated okay. that idea. Yeah, that's what I thought. I got it. What do you guys think? Uh, this is something that, that, that we kind of James and I talked a little bit about this. The shot in the basement where the 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 bad guy is is leering and threatening and being all who 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 I'm going to shoot you, and then we hear the gunshot and then we come back and there's actually the guy slumped over, tied up to the pillar with trickle of blood down his face. I don't know why. This is my, my my Mary Whitehouse moment for the for the show. That struck me as very like, wow. I'm kind of surprised you guys went there. It's well, tame. Even- it's incredibly tame. But for some reason, that just really bothered me. Not, and then later, it's the later part that bothered <laughs> that that got was more unsettling for me. When, when the guys, you know, the guns over there on the mantle, he says, "I can't." It's not for her, it's for me. And the doctor gives it to him yeah. and runs up the stairs. And it, it, it made sense, but I was still kind of, wow. Okay. And th- this was something else they talked about in the documentary is that the whoever the controller was at the time that you know all the scripts had to go through, he sent back a letter and he was fine with the story, but he says, except for this suicide, because apparently, as scripted, was such he, a pos- he puts pos- the gun in his mouth. Response. And they were like, no, absolutely, this is a Saturday tea time show, you can't show that. And then the director's like, I've got some ideas on how to get around that already because I wasn't comfortable with it either but even as that progressed and the more stylish the camera follows the doctor out of the room and we just hear the gunshot and know what happened even that i'm still a little unsettled by and i don't know if it's because of the earlier (laughs) shot that and i know this is a weird thing to be hung up on because how many after episodes have we had where everybody dies and i'm concerned <laughs> the, about the bad guy but, but it's not it's not very often that we have suicide in a story maybe that's what it I is i think that's what it is it, it's not it's, that's it's, not very i can't remember it's, any it's other not, instance it's not really like off the top of my head. sacrificing yourself to save somebody else which has happened well frequently. yeah that's different but that's noble so yeah well, well and, and, and he did kind of do it in a way so he wouldn't well, cause more damage suicide uh, what's her name killed herself at the end of waters mars but well okay but yeah. that that we, we've talked about how potent and powerful that is yeah. it's, it's a necessity for the scene but in a way it's still for the betterment of what's to come. Oh, absolutely. So, but in a, in a way, this was also to stop the Fendeling from using him, or the Fendel from using, to, him, to using him more. To which is, yeah, yeah. I mean, he he kind of does that as a 
are going to help protect everyone else. Well, by... Yeah, I see. I don't be, it, because it's, he was it's the, the villain throughout. It's, it's furthermost, to keep him from suffering. Yeah, but yes. it's but there's also that underlying. And this is the only way that I can rectify the fact that the doctor allows him. That's the most bothersome thing to me. Is that the is doctor, that the doctor, gives, doctor him the gives him the gun? Yeah, and the only thing that kind of helps me rectify that is the doctor realizes that one less ve- uh, vessel is better than the alternative. And there's at that point, the doctor realizes there's nothing that he can do because he's already looked into his eyes, in her eyes, its eyes. So that's the only thing that was unsettling to me was the fact that the doctor <laughs> allows him to do it. Hmm. But oh, but it has to me to rectify that. It has to be the fact that the doctor realized that well, that's one less vessel that'll okay that'll at least slow it down. So, so you were okay with it. Okay you, 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 well, I mean, you didn't find it to be more overly violent uh, it, than, it, it, than others. No, or? no, it stuck out, but it wasn't. I mean, yeah, I guess so, but it didn't. Not to a, not that I worried about it much. <laughs> okay, I was just like I said, I, James and I were both kind of on that same wavelength where it was like it was just unsettling. I don't unsettling, know. I don't know why, yes. but it was I, I, and I think unsettling it was over to be. the top. Not at all. Okay, yeah. I think it was supposed to be unsettling. Yeah, and maybe maybe you're right. Maybe that was exactly what they mean. That, that shows the gravity of the situation that this guy is willing to kill himself to help stop it. See, I don't, again, I don't go back to the help. I think it was just well, I, I don't or, want or to, to. I don't want her to, to get me. Yeah, <laughs> gestalt. I, I know what's coming. That's what the yeah. That's what the big thing. But that, that also that still shows the gravity of the situation of how bad it will be if she gets him. Yeah. So I mean, it, it does serve purpose to the story. It wasn't there gratuitously. Right. Okay. Right. I was just curious. Uh, one other fun behind the scenes story is that um, what's her name? Which one? Uh, Benedict's mom. Uh, I don't. Benedict's mom. Benedict's whatever. mom. <laughs> she apparently auditioned for and was up for the part of the uh, golden girl in Goldfinger and didn't get it. And so when this one came along and she, yeah, of course I'll do Doctor Who. And she read the script. She's like, I get to be gold. And she was over the top (laughs) ecstatic about that part of it. (laughs) Thank you. That she was going to get to finally play the golden girl now. (laughs) (laughs) That's cute. Yeah, that was it. All right, should we move on to the roots of evil? Yeah, absolutely. I don't know. I don't think I have anything more yeah, to say. Yeah, like I said, one. it's better than I remember. <laughs> <laughs> when the fourth doctor takes Leela to visit an immense tree space station known as the Heligan, Heligan structure, little do they know that the tree has been asleep for centuries, dreaming of vengeance against a man in a blue box. As the tree awakes, the Time Lord and his companions soon deliver what they are, soon discover why they are such unwelcome guests. I have a two-parter for this one. Okay. The story itself kind of gets a dun-dun-dun. The concept (laughs) gets the biggest dun-dun-dun I could possibly offer. I don't think it was as executed as well as I would have personally liked. I feel this this is one of those that I got very very frustrated that it's an ebook short story. I could have used much and more and a short story. one at that because yeah, it's only like 40 something. Yeah. I felt like this could have you could go full novel almost on this one. I mean, I really felt like you could have benefited from another 100 pages to really flesh some of this stuff out. And as it was, it felt like there was 100 pages worth of story that 
literally using the tree analogy, got hacked and pruned and chopped <laughs> and just uh, this is what you need to know. And it's like, no, I wanted the rest of the well, foliage because it was considering cool. considering how well he wrote for the fourth Doctor and Leela. Yeah. The entire time I heard Tom's voice in my head and the entire time I heard Leela's voice in my head. There wasn't a moment where he did not act like the fourth Doctor. I would agree. I think the characters were spot on. Yeah, I didn't have a problem at and all. And the ideas in it were phenomenal. I, I have nothing but praise the heap on this story. I thought it was phenomenal. Uh, so great all the way through. The, the, the concept of a space tree. Yeah. Just a tree that's that big, and it's an entire planet. And it's, I was like, the yeah, only Doctor Who can come up with this. That's <laughs> such a cool idea. And I love well, that. maybe George Lucas. I don't know about a planet. It's a space station. Okay, but space station. It's the size of a small moon. <laughs> That's no moon. That's no moon. <laughs> That's, That's a tree. <laughs> but just, you know, space tree. <laughs> yeah, okay, cool. I'm with you. I'm here. I'm ready. What more did I need to know about it? Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm serious. What more did I need to know about it? Well, where, just, where did we need the, the 100 well, more pages? I thought he did a good job fleshing I, 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 I don't I, think the story's terrific in any way. Really? I think it was just a fine, fun story that had very good character um, I, I, I think it was, between the Doctor and Leela. Beyond that, I didn't care about any of the people that much. Uh, I, 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 well, I, I their situation was for... kind of yeah, okay. I, I feel a little bad for you. The the nugget of it was the Eleventh Doctor had kind of set everything forward, and when they get to the resolution, I was very pleased with that. But just getting there seemed to be kind. Of, maybe it felt rushed. Maybe that's why. Yeah, I think. I, I, th- I think. It, I think this is one of those instances where, like I said, the, the nugget of the story with this tree and and that is like that's such a cool sci-fi idea. I don't think we got enough world building to really make it into you know the possibility. I, I agree with you. I, I I don't think that I cared enough about these characters because they weren't given enough well, screen time, book time. To really make me care about these why. characters, yeah. I, I think this nebulous villain in the basement of the tree, who's oh, I'm going to do this because you're, and he's grown himself into the roots. It's like okay, but I want more. I want to know how this, you know, because you've been poisoning this tree with your and you, you've got a strong will because you've been hanging in there for so long, and it just kind of felt like oh, I've reprogrammed this and. You know, it, it, in typical Fourth Doctor fashion, the Fourth Doctor comes in and cleans up a mess usually very quickly. Yeah. He, he doesn't monkey around once he goes, okay, this is how we're going to do sure, this. Sure. And this felt like, <laughs> just <laughs> one and done. Let's move on, you know. And I was kind of like, aww. I just, I just, a whole space station made out of wood. That was, a, a, a you know, with doctors bounding around the control room going, you got to see this. This is cool. And I'm like, yeah, bring it on. I'm ready. <laughs> I was so hyped for the just. He had me. He had me hooked on that first couple of pages. And then we get there, and it just it was like, I wanted more. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 Please, I, I wouldn't have minded more. more. Uh, but I don't, I don't think it does it too much detriment to not have more. I mean, yeah, you might not have. I, I started to care for, like, um, the judge lady and the guy he, they save. Um other than that, everybody else was kind of expendable. Well, unlike the the, the chairman, who's uh, no, we're just going to put him in this chair, and I've developed this chair, and it's going to elicit a whole bunch of torture because that's you know what we live for on this planet is to kill you, and he gets immediately eaten by the. Oh yeah, it's like if, if eh, the, the, the okay. spore <laughs> things felt rushed until they explained it later. I thought, yeah, that, that, the, the spores what, were quite a surprise for me, yeah. and then. It made sense. Well, like, again, once we get to the, the resolution, <laughs> the resolution and the fruition of what's happened, 
it's it, I was very pleased with it. I yeah. was like, yeah. okay, this 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 makes sense, and this is kind of how this had to go. It was just that building up to it that I was like, eh, okay, <laughs> I don't really care for anybody the, the, except there, for the Doctor and Leela right now. And there were, there were a lot of great moments build leading to it that helped get me through. A I little think, tired of wood, in my opinion. That maybe that's my problem. <laughs> we had well, we had harvest time, which was the tree, and we we did something else just recently that was another tree. Uh, space analogy that maybe it was the maybe it was the harvest time wasn't a tree yeah, yeah it, was it was the evil tree the in the tree kids backyard hit, uh, that wasn't harvest it was the time. tip of, yeah it was that the tip of the spaceship time? that was um no it was harvest time no no, no it wasn't harvest time harvest time was the was, third uh, doctor book I read yeah oh. it was harvest um, of time is the, was the third oh, doctor book I um, read harvest moon that I harvest moon maybe no was the one that I I thought it was harvest time. I think it had harvest in the title. But the tenth Doctor and Martha. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It wasn't harvest time. He's right. Harvest time was the harvest of time was the one he did. Oh, that's the that's the podcast I still haven't listened to. Yeah. When I, was <laughs> uh, oh, I see how it is. Well, anyway, regardless <laughs> of what the name of that was, Keith will find it. I'm looking it it's, up now. Um, but we had had that, I and we it was harvest we time. had another instance where we it was there was forever autumn, forever autumn. Oh well, right. not even close. <laughs> uh, forever autumn had the tree, and then uh, there was something else that I and I, I don't know why I can't remember off the top. Doctor of Doctor the Widow was, in the Wardrobe. No, well that that's in there too. Now that you had that, I don't know. I just oh that was just Christmas. So I, I guess the the whole tree <laughs> space thing. Yeah, space know, tree. <laughs> that's oh, completely was, uh, different. It was that thing in uh, 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 the Don with Donna and. Um, what was that audio? Uh, oh, Destiny the, uh, the Doctor. Destiny the doctor and audio it, it was all doctor. that was all wood. <laughs> no, it wasn't. That was a whole planet that was trying to kill. Yeah, it was a planet. It, but was, it was planet. There was still it was wood planet. and plants, plants there. That's just it. I it mean, was the whole it wasn't wood. the whole tendrils and, and great and anthropomorphized plants and, are now off the list. <laughs> no, no, I just I I don't know. I, I I I guess what I'm saying is none of that has bothered me. But I guess that's why I didn't get wild by the concept of a. Tr- Tree space station because we've we've been doing this kind of thing for a while with not to this scale organic not to the scale yeah. I agree no not to the scale I, but again it's one more thing so I fully agree with it's Christy that I love the call tree. forwards yeah but we already had one that had crash landed in somebody's backyard <laughs> no that was just a petrified piece of space tree it wasn't space tree it was space at tree all. at one time it was not space tree <laughs> and then it, it rooted down underneath the ground and created this whole well, maybe it's society the same one. and t- city and maybe it's the same one or one of them because he, you get the impression that this heligan structure was one of many that yeah. many, that they used to terraform maybe it fell into a crack in the time yeah, war and landed was, in that kid's backyard <laughs> but you got the impression that this was in the future because he talks about it being Earth and Earth and using, Earth using it to terraform. Well, that's why I say it. it fell into a crack in the time war and yeah, landed the, in that this, kid's backyard. This, the one in Forever Autumn was that species that had been long gone that was their yeah. vehicle. So no, your, your retcon does not work. I agree with Holly that uh, reading it, trying to figure out who this person was that Punish these people. Thought it was going to be the master. Oh, I, I got the the sand. The, well, yes, but I also got the sand Sandman man vibe as well. Well, too, yeah, there's a little bit of it. Had this, that everybody hates the doctor. <laughs> the doctor's the bad guy, and I was like, but that was another thing. Is we had just come off of <laughs> Sandman not been, too long. Ago. It felt like there was a lot of retread here, even though it wasn't. I mean, uh, it's not like this guy sat down and borrowed from any of this. I think it's just all so recent in my mind that I, it, the, I mean, that's where the story just feels kind of there because it's like 
it just it felt everything felt real familiar about this story, and so that's I mean that's probably I didn't, don't get me wrong I didn't like it as well as I liked the third ebook that we did, or or even the second, which I thought both of those were were were, were very 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 good. Mm-hmm. This is a notch below those. Don't get me wrong, yeah. but. This was definitely better than the first one. It was oh, still, yeah, still definitely better than the first one. Um, but I just I, I put it up there pretty close with three. I just really you like and set the bar pretty low, though. <laughs> <laughs> so, Poor guy. Where where am I going? Just about here. <laughs> we want the bar just high enough that nobody trips over it on their way up the ladder. <laughs> um, I don't know. I just really thought the concept of it was such a cool idea. I'm glad you liked it. I, and now I wish for you it had been longer so that they could have fleshed a little bit of that out. Cause I think was, you'd have liked it if it had been longer. Maybe. I maybe. do. I, th- I, think it would, I think it would have given you or that. I might, I might have felt more like we were dwelling more time in a tree. <laughs> Kryptonite. <laughs> you are the liquid digestive pit at the heart of now, my if, space if tree. I, if I ranked all the books so far, it would be the first Doctor one on the very lowest, and then next up would be this Roots of Evil, and then the next step would be the third Doctor one, and then the next step would be. Oh, I agree with you there. I just I'm giving this one a little more. It it, it deserves higher. Well, it sounds like it would have been higher up if they could have made it. Oh closer yeah, to the other ones. It was 400 pages. It would have been phenomenal. <laughs> it would have been the best thing I'd ever written. I don't know about mm-hmm. 400 pages. I don't know. I I, I liked. I really it, but enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I just didn't enjoy Back it to, to the, the end. I was that... grateful that it was only forty some pages. <laughs> I got through this one quicker than I have any of the other ones. Yeah, this one was literally forty pages. I think I read somewhere. According to this, it's fifty-five. Is it? According to the Total yeah, Switch, it's, yeah. well, it's hard to ever tell because I get these things on Kindle and it's it's percentages. It's not it has nothing it's, to do with it's page. fifty-five pages if you include the about the author title page. So and so was born in this city. Well, Nameless City was only forty. So this does say ebook fifty-five pages. Yeah, it's yeah. it's cheating. Well, really, yeah. to say fifty-five pages. Well, there's not fifty-five pages of book here. But there, yeah. First but if you compare it, that's just it. If you compare it to the other ones, they all have that much padding. Yeah, well, so they're, 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 all, they're all about the same length. You put it in relative. But, yeah, well, this one was, fi- fi- this one thought, was as long as the third Doctor one. Yeah, the other one well, no. was fifty-four, one or fifty-six. Fifty-five for both. Fifty-five. Okay, I thought 40, 40, 40, 40, I read somewhere second, fifty-six. Forty-eight for second and forty-one for. First. I yeah. guarantee you that there were more pages with actual writing on them in the third Doctor story <laughs> than there were in this one. Now, I tell you... I, <laughs> My Kindle says 45. I, I, so. uh, your Kindle shows you? How, maybe it's a setting I haven't turned I on because... See? Page number up at the top. See, mine doesn't have the... Mine has stu- huh. information at the bottom and it's percentages and... Weird. Unless I can go in there. And you, Forty-two pages is how long no, mine. That's highlighting. What am I using? Let me go. Oh, let me oh, actually go to the book because I'm actually in something else here. Oh. <laughs> do you have the sliding bar at the bottom? Yeah, yeah I do. I get the sliding bar. See, yeah, my, see. Mine, mine says forty-two of forty-two, and that's including all of the background of Penguin and the. We're, ad we're not arguing the, that, Sean. <laughs> we're saying the point is thirty-seven is how long this book is, and that's still including the. See, mine the also is. Multiple pages. Oh, yours is actually saying this story was 40-some pages long? Yeah, it says 40-some-odd oh. pages long, but that includes all of the other junk. Well, See, I can get the slider. I wonder, I wonder if ours the, pro- the prologue's on page 6, so you can knock another 6 Excuse pages me. off of that. This book's only 30, 33 books. Here's the pages. annoying part, Keith. I can tell you how I've got location based on words, number of words. I also have 18 minutes left in the book. How does it know how fast I read? Does it does it, it gauge as how I'm reading? You turn it. And then I also have two minutes left in the chapter, but nowhere does it tell me 
<laughs> Where my page numbers are at? That's because you're using an iPhone. Um, but my uh, well, yours didn't say, did it? What? Did yours say pages on there? Six of forty-two. Oh, sure enough, because I I read on my iPad actually, and I've never seen it on there either. either. I said forty-two pages. Page one is the Puffin logo. <laughs> that doesn't count. Page two is the title. That right, doesn't right, count. Right, right, right. Page three is contents. That doesn't count. That also counts how many pages based on how many words it can get into a screen for you to comfortably yeah. read as well. I don't care. There's 30 pages of dialogue here. Yeah, in fact, when I go on uh, Goodreads to put in how far I am, I have to put the percentage in because I don't have the page numbers. Oh, well. <laughs> See, I can only I can only update the page numbers on Goodreads if I do it through the app first. If oh, I go to right? do it through the website, it wants a percentage. Percentage, yeah, that's what it is. But if I do it through the app, I can do page number and then later update it via page <laughs> number on the website. At any rate, uh, it was a short book. And it that should have been longer. Should have been longer. I'll give you that. And I thought very enjoyable. And still very enjoyable. Could have been more so. I didn't hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the names were pretty clever, too. Well, the names that, was, of the people, that, was a, that was funny. The first two were. Then they kind of dropped off like, yeah. I can't think of anything they, for the chair guy. I wish the chairman. Had, yeah. I, I, that He's I the chairman been, because if, he made the chair. If anything was missing, <laughs> the is, chairman. They, they didn't keep running with that joke because I thought that was funny. Yeah. That was clever and funny. And how they abbreviated them. <laughs> ben. Whoops, that's not the way I want. All right. Well, I guess maybe we should see what's uh, next on the schedule then. We should. I think we're doing some Torchwood this week, aren't we? Well, for Friday Night Who, it'll be uh, Tooth and Claw, the yep. Tenth Doctor story, and then... Because they know how much you love that one. Oh, I don't mind Tooth and Claw. It's like Unicorn and the Wasp. Yeah. yeah. No, Tooth and Claw's good. It's got an anthropomorphized It's werewolf. No, it's werewolf. No, it's not. It's werewolf. The werewolf already it, is anthropomorphized. It's, it's, it's werewolf for very little reason, but it's werewolf. <laughs> werewolf to do werewolf. It's werewolf to set up Torchwood. It's what? werewolf to set up Torchwood. <laughs> And isn't that odd? Isn't that how, how that worked? Yeah, so Tooth and Claw for Friday Night. You didn't do that week. on purpose? Surely you did that one on purpose. I did that one. Oh, okay. did that one on no, I just uh, is, 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 the, the werewolf aspect. The, the, yeah, I, the, what starts Torchwood? A werewolf. Oh, I which got Which they're all about supernatural yeah. you know, stuff. More alien. More alien. Well, yes and no. Well, the wolf's alien, too. So. Yeah. That turns out. <laughs> anyway, uh, Tooth and Claw <laughs> for Friday Night this week, followed by... Uh, our discussion next week will be Torchwood Miracle Day 1 through 5, because we're going to break it in half, along with the Web of Lies uh, e-comic thing, uh, 1 through 5, which uh, turns out, I told you all that, yeah, I downloaded that on my page. Yeah, apparently I downloaded it and never actually paid for it when it was out. So uh, I don't have it as much as I thought that I did. So I'll have to see if it's available somewhere. Has anybody, have to, we'll have anybody else looked yet, just out of curiosity? I, I picked up the DVDs from the library, so... Do they, do they have the... They're on there, yeah. Oh, they are on the, the, the web comics on the DVDs mm-hmm. as a bonus? Okay, okay. It's a bonus feature there. Okay. Oh, if, if worse comes to worse, I can do that then, too. Uh, and then... Um, so this is where it gets a little convoluted. So we're doing Tooth and Claw this week and then Torchwood. And then next week for Friday Night Who, Web of Fear. Yay! Woo! It's finally on the schedule. Uh, we're going to watch parts one through three, because it's a long one. So we'll watch the first half of it for Friday Night Who. And then our show that week will be finishing Torchwood discussion. The following week, first week of May, May 2nd, we will watch the rest of Web of Fear. And then our anniversary 
Number 175 is an adversary archive, which is the first half of our great intelligence discussion. And we'll be covering the snowmen, the abominable snowmen, and the web of fear. So one of those things we've already discussed in Toto, abominable, not available, but we'll be covering it anyway. And then web of fear will actually have our reviews of that. The following week, we will do the bells of St. John, which is a recent one, but still a lot of fun because the great intelligence is in it. No, we'll do downtime first. Well, but not as part of Friday Night Who. Oh, right. I got you. So for Friday Night Who, Bells of St. John, and then the second half of our adversary archive, which is going to include downtime, Bells of St. John, and Name of the Doctor. So two of those things we've already discussed in Toto, and then we'll actually have our reviews of that. So if you haven't been able to procure a copy of downtime, uh, Glenn, do you know where that one can be located or no? I have a digital copy. That's all I know that I got for years ago. So. Maybe one of those who it's, I don't know Nebraska. I don't know that company. Who UK? Who UK? I Maybe they've that, got it. Uh, then that's just it. I don't know that there is a North American version of it. That's that's the problem. So if you end up getting one, you'll probably get a DVD um, from the UK. So hopefully you have a player that's not region locked. <laughs> if you can get a hold of it, so start investigating that now. If you'd like uh, to join us for that. That said, I believe there is. A, I may be saying that I may be wrong on this. Um, I think there's a book. That a was novelization. Written, yeah, a novelization that was written for that, and I don't know why that's sticking out in my head. Yeah, you say that, I think you might be right. I think there's, a, I think there is a, I think there's a book. I'm not finding anything. Anyway, um, so, yeah, that one might be a little tough, but we're going to cover that one because, um, yeah, novelization. There you go. Written by Mark Platt, and it was apparently part of the Virgin Missing Adventures line. So if you can get a hold of it that way, that might be the way to go. Well, hold on. (laughs) I think that might was that. Nope. No, never mind. I'm thinking wrong. Ignore me. Tardis Wiki says, Downtime by Mark Plack was a novelization of the independent film Downtime, released as an 18th, the 18th book of the Virgin Missing Adventures line. So if you can get it that way and you want to uh, just uh, read it, that would be... Just that way you're familiar with the story. A way story. to do it as well, yeah. Okay. So, coolio, coolio. Possibly a more legal way to get it than uh, <laughs> trying to get a digital... <laughs> wait, 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 I, was, I, was I was not trying to encourage anybody to... Shakedown. You know. Yeah, Shakedown also was a novelization. Which they re-released... Oh, that's been recently under re-released. the mar- under the mar- uh, monster collection. I got you. Okay, uh, then that, that, that okay. Uh, that's why I was wrong. confused. Because my first thought was I thought Downtime was a novel, but then maybe I was thinking of Shakedown. But yeah, Downtown Downtime was also a novel. So you can, if you can get a hold of that, then uh, that's there as well. So. And I'll go ahead and throw this out there uh, just because I know Chrissy will be excited. Uh, the following week, Four to Doomsday for uh, uh, Friday Night Who with Peter Davidson. And then we'll be doing our review of Forward to Doomsday and the fifth ebook, Tip of the Tongue. So plenty of things to keep you guys occupied and busy, and I'll have an updated schedule posted on the website soon. That is correct. Uh, if you haven't done so and want to join in, go vote in the Escape from the or the uh, next Flicks with Friends, Escape from the Planet of the Apes. There's a poll up on our website Woo-hoo! on a I've post. Uh, we've got six votes so far, so if go weigh in. Uh, you have until the twenty first is when the poll closes. So which is like next week. Yeah. 
giving people plenty of That's time. That's a to long poll for us. It's a, it's a week what from is the twenty first. Is that a Monday? It's a Monday. Okay, because I was going to say. That doesn't seem right, because that's the first day that's on the poll. But no, you're right. Tuesday, the 22nd. Tuesday, the 22nd is the first date on first the poll. available date on the poll. And that's the one leading right now. So Tuesday is? Tuesday is leading. At what time? It was, oh, well, there it is. It's it was 11.30. It was a coin flip for me. Either day is fine. Wait, <laughs> both is those there, times, there are four so. options. Yeah. I can't vote. You've already voted? I've not voted. Who voted? Somebody voted for me. I haven't voted yet. Oh, no. That's weird. Are you signed in as Traveling the Vortex, or are you signed in as... I'm signed in as me right now. I'm signed in as me. Oh, okay. I didn't vote in this. I wonder, what I, voted for. I wonder what I voted for. <laughs> well, uh, only two people have voted for Thursday, April 24th, so... Sign out and sign back in, and then you can vote. <laughs> All right. Any, Man. Anything else that we need to uh, cover before we sign off this week? I don't think so. All right. Well, if that's going to do it for this week, until next week, I'm Glenn. I'm Sean. I'm Keith. Cheers. Good night, everybody. Be soon. Yeah. You have been listening to Traveling the Vortex. Doctor Who and all of its associated programs are owned and trademarked by the BBC. No infringement is intended or implied.